This is the X&C Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Colt Eastwood and Mag, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, X&C Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox Newscast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome. It's episode 132 of the XC podcast and I am the host, Cold Eastwood, here with my good friend, middle-aged game guy or mag yes. with two G's. Two G's. Remember that when you hate on me, you got to spell it correctly. Mag is just a mag, like a, like a magazine that you get in the store or the ones you find on your dad's pillow in the 80s. But anyways, yes, Colt Eastwood. How are we doing this evening? Sports he Illustrated? Said he only, well, he said he only, uh, he only used to look at them for the articles, but I mean, that's what they all say, right? My dad got Sports Illustrated for like, I don't know, a, a decade. And he, he had that subscription for so long. They had that football phone that they're giving away to new subscribers to the magazine. My dad got on the phone so mad. He's like, I've been a loyal subscriber and I want that football phone. And I'm like, he just wanted a second copy of the swimsuit edition, but he made it. He made it through. Welcome to the show guys. Everybody. Um, this is one of the biggest weeks in Xbox, uh, probably for this year. Uh, believe it or not, we're, we're going into the developer direct in two days or in one day. Uh, after tonight's show, and that's going to be one of the biggest things that Xbox is going to be doing this year outside the showcase in June. So if you're excited, you, you have every right to be, uh, but if you're wondering if you should keep that hype in in check, yeah, yeah, we can do that as well. But Meg and I have a crazy show today because the leaks and the insider competitive race that's been going on has caused a bit of a stir amongst uh, friends and colleagues and people getting articles written about them. Uh, even Mag being called world-famous YouTuber, I suppose. Wait, that's a lie, first of all. Second of all, let me tell you something. Um, where is he in the chat? BT Maverick. Um, mo- moderators, can you ban him immediately? He asked if I, if I put sugar in my pasta sauce. That's, <laughs> that's That is... No, I understand why, actually. Let me say... I understand why some people do that to take away some of the acidity of the tomatoes in the tomato sauce. However, your best bet is actually put a little bit of baking soda in there. Just a teaspoon of baking soda. It'll foam foam up a little bit, and it takes away some of the acidity of the tomato sauce. Stop putting sugar in there. It's nonsense. As an Italian, I'm I'm offended. Yes. My grandma is not Italian or anything, uh, but... Growing up, she put a little bit of cinnamon in the spaghetti sauce, and that she's the only one that I had spaghetti sauce like that. So when we had spaghetti and meatballs at her house, it was always a different thing. And I don't know how much cinnamon, but it was definitely you could definitely tell it was there. Is that an absolute hey, atrocity to put a little bit of no, cinnamon? No, nah. There? You know what? You could have some fun with things like that. You could even put a little allspice if you want to get cute. Uh, you know, well, cinnamon is in allspice. Funny enough, right? So it's old a spice bit of or allspice? Because I could. I'm well, willing no, no, to try no, no. both. We we're gonna we're gonna make <laughs> I'm gonna make uh, a tomato sauce on uh, on uh, on my TikTok and I'm going to drop an entire uh, block of Old Spice deodorant in there. I want to see what happens to it. I might eat it and then 
Yeah, yeah. As I'm in the hospital. Um, listen, Destin Legary made a video about me uh, yesterday. Imagine my surprise. I'm sitting there. Not a. It wasn't exclusively about me, but I mean. I'm, I'm sitting there on my exercise bike doing my thing, and I'm catching up on my YouTube, and here comes Destiny. He goes, popular YouTuber, middle-aged game guy, says blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, first of all, Destin, I'm not popular. Okay, we can get that out of the way right now. Right, Astro, whatever your face is, I'm sure you're in there tonight. Um, I blocked him on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Are you talking about Astro Cyborg that clips, like, everyone's podcasts? Know. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he's always, like, miserable about, like, life in general. Uh, I'll give you my wife's train schedule. That might help you out. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, yeah, I went there. Um, listen, at the end of the day, um, I'm not popular. I'm just, a, I'm just a douchebag with a microphone, and uh, you know, it all, it is what it is. But anyways, all joking aside, great video, Dust, uh, Dustin. My God, Destin. Uh, and uh, uh, can I address this? quickly while we have a chance about the the events of the weekend are we going to get into this later we're going to we're going to get into that i also kind of want to set the audience for everybody who's here just to give you an idea we've got a running ticker along the bottom that is the main points of topics we'll be talking about today and one of the things that we will end up talking about sooner or later in the show is there's kind of been a whole change about this whole xbox is going third party thing and i have a totally different perspective in fact, maybe a lot of cold water to pour over that, which we'll get into that from the as we get into that with the show, because there's a lot to say. Because uh, <laughs> a friend of mine was like, I was talking to Randall Thorne. He said, you know, people are going to go through five stages of grief when they find out, you know, some game or some games are going to come to other platforms outside of exclusivity. And there's uh, there's anger, there's denial, there's bargaining, there's acceptance. I don't know what the f- what the fifth one was, but acceptance being the last one. And um, we've all kind of gone through that over the course of the week. And I want to talk about that because it seems like we were getting really upset and spicy about what's going on. And it may not be as big as some of us who are trying to explain it away would have thought. We'll get into that as well. But... Welcome, everybody, to the show. We've got Septic Sauce in the chat, a.k.a. Gaz, who's oh, getting ready to rebrand his he's, channel. And he oh, says, he says yeah, yeah, if he Xbox goes third party, Colt will marry J-Dub City. I don't know about where he lives, but in the state of Washington, you can't marry someone if they blocked you on Twitter for six years. So it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> he's blocked me for so long, yeah. we probably won't be able to uh, really make that marriage official. But I wanted uh, to start... from Texas. Texas, huh? He's from mm-hmm. Texas. I only know that because I'm a pony butt, right? So, you know, I secretly follow all those guys yeah. uh, under my, I, under my, you know, like a little kid when they're like trying to hide from their parents. I put my bed sheets over me and then I just have like the glow of my phone. And then I check all the Sony stuff when no one's looking because that's what I do secretly. And I wear my little horn. Anyways, carry on, Cold East. What, what would you like to discuss? <laughs> um, I want to discuss something that I probably shouldn't, but that's what makes a really good show, right? Uh, over sure. this past week, since Gaz is probably still here in the chat. Um, I'm going to do this delicately. A YouTuber that covers mostly PlayStation stuff, uh, was making fun of people who make infographics or key art or celebrating gaming or roadmap graphics, or even makes sizzle reel montages or any type of creation content that celebrates the Xbox platform for free. And they said that this is, um, uh, what were the words? A very negative word that this is some type of behavior where you do this stuff for free, creating stuff and not getting paid by Xbox. And for those of you who know, um, I've got 15, 20 years of video production history where I've just 
This is how I make content. And so I've made sizzle reels. I've made montages. There's one at the beginning of the show, if you've been here every week. And I make those uh, for two purposes. I make them for my videos. Well, let's say I make them for three purposes, Mag. I make them for my videos. I make them to share on Twitter later on social media. And three, I make them so the audience, you, have something enjoyable to watch other than me talking in front of a green screen with some random gameplay or just watching random gameplay. I try to give you pointed, powerful, exciting footage to look at while you're watching my videos. And hopefully that makes you want to stick around and watch the content. Well, this podcaster slash content creator, I don't know if you could call them content creators. If you just stand in front of a mic or sit in front of a mic, you're not really creating other than uh, a lot of hot air, but Gaz made a joke at this guy and says, why can't people just flex their creative muscles, right? And show what they've done. People have been shown to actually get work or get jobs or get hired by showing their creative talent. Then he said, uh, and, and Gaz's words, it's better than getting in front of a microphone and farting into the, into the windscreen. <laughs> So, <laughs> yep. without saying names, I don't know, Mag, if you kind of followed some of that nonsense, but it's a yeah. shot at people like Clobrol and I and other great graphic designers like uh, Sean the Bree um, that sure. make really great content that celebrates what we love. Yeah, well, listen, at the end of the day, I can tell you this. When it comes to creativity and it comes to uh, anybody uh, being able to have any form of talent, uh, the majority of people in this world who don't have talent don't like that. They, they, they get upset by it. They're threatened by it. They're upset by it. Um, and it's jealousy at the end of the day. Uh, and, and anybody who has any – like everybody's got one talent somewhere in this world. Some people just go through their entire life and never discover that. They never unlock it. They never see it. They never. And you know what? You, you, could, you could blame that on a million things. You could blame it on – Laziness, you could blame it on not caring, or you could even blame it on parents who never exposed you to all these, you know, to all these different things when you're a child or whatever else that would spark your interest, right? It's very important to do mm -hmm. that with your children as well. You have to, um, you have to ex in in introduce them and expose them to a bunch of different things, and all of a sudden they might go, "Wow, I really like doing that," and then you'd be like, "Then go pursue that," or you know what I mean, do that kind of thing, go for it, and then you can, you know, grow that talent and whatever. For anybody who's crapping on that kind of stuff, that's just jealousy. At the end of the day, that's just pettiness and jealousy, and it's ridiculous. It shouldn't be tolerated by anybody. And uh, you know, the thing is, if, if if you have those talents, I think that you don't you like flaunt them, let the world see. Because for every yeah. idiot that's gonna say so, every idiot in the chat—not this chat, because this chat rocks—except you, <laughs> Matt. Except you, Matthew. I see you saying something. Are you, he must be French Canadian, Matthew. I am Matthew. Yes, hey, Matthew. Me, I believe. We, we. I am going to give a cigarette to a baby. Watch this. Oh, anyways. Um, and I'll say, Matthew, I'm just, I'm just messing around. Come on. Come on. I'm just playing. Um, I mean, you're allowed to. I, you're allowed to. Well, by, by genetics, by genetics. Well, I, I like that. I like that, Meg. And I, I like that you said yes, most people sorry. have a talent because. They do. They do. They do. I know a they lot of people and there's things that they do really well. And then. In this era where people have an Instagram or a Twitter presence or a Facebook presence or whatever, you've been able to see people blossom where they're yes. really great on camera. Like I have a friend who he does real estate, but he's really great and charismatic on camera and people probably really enjoy that. And if you're, <laughs> I think it's just kind of funny to say you create this key art or these scissor reels for free and that's a pitiful behavior, but no. this other person is talking about the PlayStation platform as a full-time job and uh, not getting paid by PlayStation for it. But, you know, some people, sometimes we get paid in different ways uh, for the work we do. I just wanted to kind you of call that and make fun of it a little bit. 
Stool. You know, the thing is, at the end of the day, Colt, I I sing a lot. Yeah, uh, I like I only, your voice. I only, I, I only released one video, uh, but I, you know, I could do more. I, I might do more. Actually, I, I've got another recording that I'm doing, but that's for something completely different for YouTube. Uh, but other stuff, like, I just do that stuff for fun. Nobody pays me for that. You know what I mean? But I enjoy doing it. I have parties at my house. I have karaoke parties at my house, all kinds of stuff, all the time. And we have great times doing it. But the thing is, just, I, I don't understand how anybody would want to, because of whatever little, I don't know whether it's jealousy, fanboyism, whatever else, you're trying to stunt somebody else's growth as a person, especially when it comes to the arts. Because I can tell you right now, North America, ex especially North America, right now, the arts are getting stunted for many different reasons, mostly because of funding and schools and things like that. And so people are turning, like you said, to social media, that kind of thing, right? So you're seeing people on TikTok. Yeah, there's a lot of stupid stuff on TikTok, but there's also a lot of great stuff there too, Yeah. right? Yeah. If you if you seek it out, same thing with Instagram, especially the bikini shots, very talented young ladies out there. Uh, anyways, so um, yeah, you know, uh, hey, what, what can I say? You know what, My never wife is always them. Yeah, she, yeah, my wife always looking over my shoulder. She's like, "Who's that? One of your girlfriends?" And I'm like, "Yep." I'm like, "What's the matter? Jealous?" That's cool. Uh, he's he's doing a new try on haul. Now watch yeah. it. Don't be don't be saying anything bad about Colt. Red Wolf has been a member for channel channel member for twenty months. Says Happy Renegade. Oh, he means I mean X and C Tuesday. Yeah, sorry we're doing the show today, but thank you for being here. Over six hundred of you hit the like button if you enjoy the show. Um, let me finish reading this. I got a couple other things. So he says, so happy to know that Final Fantasy VII Remake has finally come to Xbox. Take it from Special Nick, he knows. We're going to get into some of those leaks and explain them away the best we can. Hargeet Johnny, thank you for the channel member chat. He says, interesting take from the media guy. Has he ever seen cosplay? Sports fans? Imagine someone creating an entire media org around a gaming platform. And uh, yeah, he does. We do. That's and it made me think, Mag. People who know me pretty well know that there's one thing that's more important to me than the 0 0.000013 cents I get per view on YouTube. And that's a real number, all right? One thing that's more important yeah. than that fraction of a fraction of a penny to me is the amount of people who saw my stuff and said, I really enjoyed this video. That If you're a designer that's or a creator, that that's where it's at. So thank you, everybody, for being here. 700 people you watching. Like I said, hit the like button. The chat's right there. Go hit the like button. Come on back. I love all the friends and people here. We got that blue number, Red Wolf, Johnny Kazana, Sailor Mercury, Skillet Will. Uh, too many people to mention. Happy Bomb also running the gambit over there on the band hammer and uh, all that stuff. Thank you for – we really appreciate you. Oh, Blue's you. here. I, yeah, I just realized. Yeah. That's yes. the number. What's up? Yeah. yeah and uh, by the way, I'll, yeah, go ahead. I was, I was, I'm sorry, Meg. I was just going to say, I, when you were talking, I kept thinking about that blue number in the chat. Uh, I, I don't know what type of uh, things she likes to create a craft for her talent is, but she's like, I'm going to set up a background for my on-camera presence on podcasts. And she puts together this fantastic backdrop of, of lights. She did, and yes. she made this logo for her name. And it's like, yep. I don't know what else she does well. But I'm like, that's one thing she does really well. And she did it because she knows that people are going to see it and that maybe someone sure. will say, hey, I really appreciate the work you did. And so that was clown I, I behavior, now, bashing people for creating content like that. Um, Cold, I see it in the chat, buddy. I see it in the chat right now. And you look at that people are saying, you know, Mag and Colt and this and that. Colt, you're great. Mag, you're great. Uh, I love listening to the show and this and that. Yeah, okay, we always get our haters. You get haters, uh, especially the ones that make those um, the thumbnails with you with the long Pinocchio nose. He's a lying ex-bot. And then I'm I'm whatever, you know, fill in the blank of all the hateful things people say about me. That's fine. 
whatever. Uh, that's part of the deal too. But the thing is, what we're doing right now may not be for some people may not be considered an art form. But you know what? To be able to talk and entertain <laughs> and be able to do something for two hours that is an art form in itself. Because if everybody could do this, then there would be eight million radio shows uh, we could be listening to right now or other YouTube. You know what I'm saying? And hey, there are a lot of YouTube out there, but there's a lot of bad YouTube out there. We can't all be Whoopi Goldberg and David Lee Roth in their in their golden years on the radio. Uh, they didn't, they never wow. made it by the way. They didn't make it. But, uh, <laughs> what I was going to say is, uh, you know, shout out to pushing polygons for being the channel member sponsor for the, for the podcast, uh, via the, I can't even think the super class, but I'm working on another sponsorship that Mag and I are going to partner with. But right now I've got on the corner of the screen, a uh, factor 75, uh, we ordered a bunch of meals from them and I did a promo, but and I'm not going to push this on you, but if you scan that, you get 50% off your order and you could try it out. This is the, these are the kind of meals where you just tear them open and microwave them and just eat. And we're getting our first uh, run in here tomorrow. We'll see how that, how that goes. But uh, thanks for uh, everybody for helping the show go on and on and on. But you're here to hear about the news. So let me tell you what we're going to talk about. We're going to start off by talking about the Xbox Developer Direct, what to expect, that fifth secret game that may be there, if there will be a shadow drop or not. We're going to talk, dive into a little bit about Indiana Jones and some hot water that, uh, the hot water pit that Mag got dipped into this weekend with that. Thanks a lot, guys, <laughs> by the way. And yes, Mag will be talking about some of the leaks. He'll also be covering his own rear end over the leaks as well. We're going to dive into that and we're going to try and take care of that properly because I feel like I've been leaning back on my chair a little bit about how leaks are portrayed uh, over the microphone. So we'll try and do that the best we can and also be sensitive to some of you. You're like, I don't like hearing leaks. You plug your ears. We're going to talk about contraband, which is some news that's come out and I did a video today. Check that out. We're also going to talk about gears collection, a new franchise coming back and like red wolf, uh, foreshadowed uh, Final Fantasy finally coming to Xbox and what that really means. And then we'll get into that a little bit about third party. So Meg, whew, I've talked too much. Uh, what, what would you like? How would you like to start talking about the developer direct? You, you lead the discussion. Um, oh, no, no. I, I just, I, the one thing that overshadows everything else, because some of the games that they're showing at those, especially like Hellblade, we've already seen. I mean, I know what we haven't, like some people are like, oh, I haven't seen enough of it. But there does come a point where, to me, I do enjoy a bit of mystery. You know what I mean? Like, give me the quality. Give me an idea of what I'm going to do in the game. I know Rand's talking about that, uh, spoken about that before when he talks about he doesn't like cinematic trailers because that doesn't actually portray what you're doing in the game. He likes the gameplay trailers because you could project your own self into that character and say, oh, so this is what I'm doing. Right. When you see a character running, jumping, you know, pulling out a sword, doing whatever. And you're like, that's what I'm going to do during the game. So I understand so that you can you gra I gravitate the same way that Rand does. I gravitate towards that. Now, the thing is, we've seen that being said, we've seen so much Hellblade over the last four years. To me, I'm actually done with that game until it actually comes out when it comes out. And I read the reviews and everything else. And I mean, I'm going to play it anyway. But I mean, I just want to see what's going to happen. And then I will play the game and I'll experience it for myself. I don't want too much information on it. And I think I'm getting too much information where it's going to be like, oh my God, they're talking about it again. You know what I mean? Didn't they do that with Halo? Was it Halo Infinite? I, I can't remember which one it was. It was either Halo Infinite. I, I don't remember which IP it was. And they just kept showing it and show PlayStation's guilty of that too. And they're like showing it and showing it. And then they do like the, the you know, the little thing. I'm like, stop already. 
leave a little mystery, give everybody that morsel, make a great game, because overexposing a bad game doesn't really help it. Overexposing a good game really doesn't make a difference at the end of the day. Once it gets out there and then the buzz is out there and great reviews and everything else, then you expose the hell out of it because it's already on the floor and games and gamers have already got it in their hands. So moving on to Indy Jones is basically my hold, only Hold on, hold on, focus. hold on. Before, before yes, you move yes. to the next one, sure. um, I, I agree with you 100% about they've shown too much Hellblade. At, at this point with the combat segment we saw, I think we've seen almost everything we need to see, but... That's enough. That's enough, right. I agree. That's but enough. I think... According to the the quote they had for the description, it sounds like Hellblade's segment in the developer direct will be all about in-studio and on-site location creation for the game. So I'm kind of like, why? I guess they have to have Hellblade in the developer direct because it's coming out soon. Before we move to indie, I guess we should cover that because uh, here let's we'll start it with the first leak thing. Um, I very casually said. I don't know, like two months ago, maybe a month ago, that I heard that Hellblade's release date was May 21st. Well, today, a Brazilian gaming site also heard the same thing. Um, and I don't even remember who I heard it for from. And this is why Meg and I want to talk a little bit about, there's there's two different sources of, of news. Sometimes we hear it from a close friend who's like, please be careful. You know, this could cost me or my buddy their job. Uh, with the May 21st release date, I honestly don't even remember who told me. I just said it in a leaning back on the chair passing thing, and then I have to deal with the outfall from that. If you guys can understand me saying, I, we're hearing that, that Hellblade is May 21st, and people are like, I'm going to hold you at your word for that. And I'm like, oh, okay, I, I guess you can. That's, it's important that it is like to you. That. But it's my fault, right? So yeah. now it sounds like May 21st might actually be true. And it's not because I'm amazing or I'm magical or anything. I'm absolutely not. And, and this, Meg, I want you to talk about this because this is a problem yes, where yes. there is this arms race to be the first one to leak information well, where it's going to hit critical mass. Yeah. And see, you know, the, the big thing is that's a problem. And I'll tell you why. And that's why I pumped the brakes after Friday's show I did with... Uh, <laughs> With uh, risk it and that blue number and infinite number. I mean, and the you, rest did, of them. you were that, pedal the metal during the show, Meg. Well, I was just, but the thing is, though, you know what? I didn't actually say too much. It was a lot of it was like just kind of like nuggets of information. But anyway, I don't want to get into the semantics of that. What I do want to get into is the idea is that I'm not interested. And that's why I didn't respond to literally anybody on Twitter this weekend. I saw everything. I just didn't respond. I blocked a lot of people uh, who were really obnoxious and whatever else. Yeah, uh, I saw a couple from, of them. Yeah, I just they blocked them. And then they got mad that I blocked them. That, that made it even funnier. Why did he block me? And I'm like, uh, dude, I'm not part of an abusive relationship. You can't hit me and expect me to say, you can't hit me and say expect me to say I love you. Like, get right. out of here. What are, you, what are you, stupid? Anyways, the point is, is that um, there comes a point where it, it turns into like the Hollywood thing where everybody starts screaming at leaks and this and that, whatever, trying to be the first to do it. I'm not interested in any of that. None of it whatsoever. Yeah. And the other reason why is because then sometimes when you're wrong, you're going to get called out and you're going to make look like a fool because not that you're wrong per se. It's just that when you hear things very early, things do change people. They change. And all of a sudden you might have last minute to be like, you know what? We got to can this. It's not working out. Whatever. Why don't you ask how the last of us factions is doing? Right. Same deal. Right. Well, yeah, think about yeah. it. Like, like factions too. They, they've been working on it for forever. It's, it's coming out this and that, whatever. And then all of a sudden they can it. 
The same happens at Xbox every single day they can projects. It's just the way it goes. Um, we were talking I, I about this pre-show right before we went out. Yes. You're talking about how how many games are you know never come like to fruition. Four, only like four or five percent of actual game pitches actually make it to the production process. Right? It's the same yeah. in Hollywood. Like 95% of all scripts and, and, and productions don't even get it. Well, not production, excuse me. Hollywood scripts don't even get into the production stage. They don't even get picked up. So it's the same thing with video games. They have 95% of the pitches don't make it. Yeah. So anyways, the point is some of them do make it. And then even when they do make it, some of them just don't work out. Right? And in the end, they'll just be like, or you know what, guys? Change. It's not worth the time and trouble. Things or, change. That's another one change. we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about where actually I think things not only didn't work out, they might have actually changed. We'll, we'll get into that too. Um, scale bound, uh, you know, another example. Like, seriously, yeah. right? Yeah. Scale bound, ready to go. They show a trailer, didn't come out. But, anyways, the point is uh, sorry, I'm going to uh, spill this out uh, again. But uh, the thing is, when it comes to these leaks and all that kind of stuff, there is a fine line that we have to walk. We will get into that a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, about the, fi the fine line of saying what you can say it's or whatever. The and I'm not the line. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and uh, you just you just got to be careful and you got to be a little bit respectful. And uh, like I said, I backed off because I'm not interested in being I'm not interested in clout. That's another thing. I want to get that off my chest quick. Some people yes, clout dude. chaser, Cut, dude or dudette. I've been on YouTube for years. If I was clout chasing, I would have done it four years ago or five years ago. Not all of a sudden, magically now out of nowhere, I decide to oh, 2020, 2024 is my clout year. Let me go after that clout. Like, are you like, uh, like, you know, it's so stupid, that, man. It's such a so hard thing to, away. it's a hard thing to deny because people who share information earlier, say something first, like they're going to get clout regardless. Right. And I, I did a lot of thinking about this because over the leaks that we talked about on the last show and you shared some stuff last week, and then you shared a lot on Xbox infinite podcast on Friday and then, um, you know, special Nick and ran and Jez, like they have their own amount of leaks. And I thought about this because I thought I, I don't, I really don't do it for popularity. I, no, it's going to sound completely unbelievable, but I really do it because we have an audience and we want to share with you, get, yeah. get you keyed in on the information. Hey, I'm hearing this game's going to come out sooner than this. Like I'm, we're hearing Indiana Jones might make it in 2024 was like a conversation last year. Right. That's right. And yep. we hear these things. We don't know if they're true, but we kind of share them in, Hey, get excited about this. It could be a possibility. If it gets delayed, it gets delayed. Thank what does not get delayed these days? So let's talk Thank about Indiana Jones mag, because you've got more to cover about this. <laughs> so, no, I was being serious. He's getting the golf clap because he's right. At yeah. the end of the day, we're doing it. If we say anything, which, by the way, you know, I'm going to be careful with the things that I do say or whatever, because I'm not, again, I'm trying to portray to people that this is, I'm not interested in, I want to be that guy. I want IGN talking about me. I want Game Rant to do articles about me, which I they don't did. Want that. I'm, I don't want any of that. Mm -mm. I just want us as, as gamers and friends to be excited. This is not my career. I have a career. And this is my fun. And when I hear, I want us to all be excited as a community and be like, yo, that game's coming out. That's dope. This is awesome. This is great. Let's get excited together. I, this is not what I do for a living, right? I, I have to say, for a living, but, you know, whatever. yeah, I know. And I have to say before you get into Indiana Jones that I, we do understand that you have to be super careful because like these teams, these are their big moments. So yes, I yes, heard... 
somebody told me they heard about the Indiana Jones thing way before it got announced to developer direct, you know, and I don't, there's a certain information that I won't get because I might go, Hey, guess what I heard? So I'm really reevaluating how I do that because <clears throat> we're going to talk about Indiana Jones. Now I just want to say, yeah. if I see an article where it says YouTuber Cole Eastwood said, I'm not, yeah. I'm not happy with that. And I've I'm talked to special Nick. Yes, I know. And I've talked to special Nick behind the scenes. And when this happens, sometimes he's like, I, I didn't want this. I just want the conversation with our audience. I want, I want people to like, what do you think? What do you think of this? How big could it be? Is it going, is it a good idea? Um, so for those of you who, who have the burden of hearing information early, um, let's try and keep it. Some of it held back. Let's talk about Indiana Jones. Um, yes. we're going to get maybe two minutes of gameplay and a gameplay trailer and a lot of discussion about machine games. So tell when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tell us what you know and what you heard and, and what you think is going to happen. I don't know if it's first person or third person. A lot of people Nobody are speculating does. about that. I, like, I didn't know. And when people went nuts this weekend, which didn't make me happy, uh, I was just like, I don't want to be a part of this. And I'm like, but whatever. I'm like, but I did see the questions. And some of the questions people were asking, is it going to be first? Is it third? Oh, 343 helped. They're uh, they worked on, excuse me. They, they, you know, they wanna, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want to be in reset, reset and uh, what you said on the other podcast about as, Indiana Jones. Yeah, like um, that, that 343 and um, ID software, ID software, or ID, uh, ID tech, or whatever, and, um, and Angle Gameworks helped work on the game uh they did not code i said co-developed or i said i, I can't remember what the hell i said in the show uh but i but they didn't uh yeah, bethesda did. actually did correct me um and <clears throat> in a very direct way when they said um uh can you please just say worked on and i'm like absolutely no problem I, and, I, and i actually i did reassure bethesda bethesda i was like i'm not interested in any of that stuff i'm not gonna go carry on with any more nonsense but uh yes i'm more than happy to correct that so yeah it they they wanted me to say worked on uh and that's fine um so that's i don't know what that means the thing is the problem is you know how speculation runs wild on social media where people are like oh it's software in 343 they only make first person games that means it's first person and i'm like why why would you instantly assume that like what if what if 343 just worked on the trees <laughs> how do you know, right? Like, how the hell do you know what they worked on? Maybe, maybe reflections and trees and clouds. Like, I, I don't, don't I don't like the attitude that these studios normally don't make third person games, so they can't. I know. Like, what right the hell does now, that mean? Through a mod, you could play Halo Infinite in third person, and it that's looks wild. perfect, absolutely right. perfect. Um, so so they've been the, able to do both. Mod. And that's a and mod for games. like. Right, yeah. and you know the thing is, and, and uh, yes, and machine games are also famous for what? Colt, they make for they make first person games as well, right? I mean, like your Wolfenstein's and uh, or Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein, uh, as, Wolfenstein, yeah. or, or or Wolfenstein. Yes, uh, it's I put up a poll in the chat. Frankenstein, by the way, not Frankenstein. Yes, <laughs> I put up a poll. And I said, Indiana Jones will be first person, third person, or both first and third person. And all we have is Todd Howard saying he uh, Lex Friedman asked him is it an action adventure game? What is it? And he goes, it's, um, it doesn't do anything. Uh, what did he say? 
It's a mix of something like that. He said it doesn't do just one thing. Is what he said. You can't ask so. Todd Howard questions. The guy answers questions like Willy Wonka. Yeah, it's just like you know, what, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, he's, he's lifting really drinks. Good. Yeah, he's, he, he like he answers in riddles. Yeah. But uh, I really, actually, I think he is an older Willy Wonka. We have to look into that. Can someone look in to see if Todd Howard is actually Willy Wonka? Someone remind me, DM me on Twitter or on uh, somewhere on Xbox later and say, Colt, you need to make a Todd Howard Willy Wonka meme, and I'll, I'll drum that up tonight or tomorrow. Um, hey, man, what, God what bless else? AI for that. So someone from Bethesda yeah. reached out and said, hey, we heard you talking about the co-development yes, thing. Can you, you know, yes, it's real. They were basically telling you that like 343 probably helped with something you know, they, like coding yeah, they, they, or whatever. They literally told me to say worked on, do not say co-developed. And I'm like, oh, it's no problem. They didn't threaten me or anything. It, was, it you know, wasn't anything like that. Yeah, and Todd Howard said to Ryan McCaffrey when Starfield was about to release, he's like, oh, we heard that it helped with the combat. And he was like, well, I mean, they they talked to us about it and they kind of, uh, <laughs> what was the word he used? They consulted with us. Like, they had great ideas. But he said, no, we've, we've kind of improved that first-person combat on our own. So okay, well, there, there, yeah. There you go. So, I mean, someone from like Tango GameWorks is probably walking by with a coffee and just looked and went, "Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Why do Why do you make them jump like that? That that could be counted. Yeah, that could be counted as worked on. I don't know. Is that what you uh, said? But, three, four, three, Tango and and, uh, and Machine Games are working on it. Is that what you said? And id or id? Oh, and id, id. Yeah. And so Tango yeah. GameWorks is like, we, we can make him jump to a rhythm and smash things to a beat. We can do that if you need our help." <laughs> Yeah. Let's give Indiana Jones a guitar as a weapon instead of the whip. And then he could <laughs> he could use that to fight ancient Aztecs. I'm gonna give you some foreshadowing that it, you know, Hi-Fi Rush and, and Sea of Thieves may be one of very few games that Xbox takes multi platform from their whole suite. And we'll we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, sure. There's there's a whole and, mess that goes with that. And may hey, some of us overreacted. Maybe so, even I overreacted and I wasn't even mad. So uh Indiana Jones. Uh, yes. Speaking do you of, you know when it's coming out, Mag? No, I have no idea. I do not know when it's coming out. Uh, but the fact that they're showing this at a developer direct leads me to believe that it's much sooner rather than later. Uh, I would have to assume, as mo most people in the chat would assume, or anybody listening later, that we'd have to assume that it's 2024. Okay. Uh, because well, why it would is, you it show is. it? Yeah. Like it's gonna, but but where is it gonna be? I think the best idea for this, if you're gonna launch, if you're saying Hellblade is in the spring then I think that you launch it in the fall so that you space it out, give it time to breathe, and then you've got, what a great like what a great uh, round of games at the end of the year. You could have um, Call of Duty, Golf War coming to Game Pass, Indiana Jones coming to Game Pass, or just into the ecosystem in general. That's a great one-two punch after, right there. What, after what we that? get through the summer spell, right? Because I think Indiana right. Jones is going to come out in the early fall. Red, Red Wolf yes. just, just texted me, hey, Colt, you need to make that Willy Wonka meme. <laughs> Oh, dude, I'm sorry, Todd. I mean, Todd, don't call me at home and be like, dude, can you not call me Willy Wonka now? We just called you about the uh, Indiana Jones. We don't yep. need you to. Yeah, don't be calling me Willy Wonka. I was just making jokes, but you are kind of funny. So... You, do, you do answer ridiculously in questions. I'm sorry. It's, yeah. it's just a fact. Anyways. No, no, um, he does. He really does. Uh... He does, man. It's, it's, uh, it's unnerving. It drives me nuts. I'm like, dude, can't you just. Can't I... you just speak first person? Well, I mean, he's trying to protect his people that are working on games. I know, I know, so I, get, know they, I know. I mean, but he is, well, he's, he's kind of a mix between Oompa Loompa and, and Willy Wonka. He's amazing. Cole I couldn't said believe that, not me, okay? 
Well, I did not say that. Todd and I are not tall, tall people. And I stood and talked to him for a few minutes and we're, we're not the tallest people on the planet, but, um, what a real human Dante and I stood there and talked to him for, I've told the story a bunch of times, like 10 minutes. And then he was talking to my wife and that blue number for like 15 minutes. We're like, what, what's the deal over there? And he's just, just a dude that's made amazing games his whole life. So, uh, Indiana Jones is going to have like a two minute gameplay trailer, which I think would probably be 50, 50 cinematics and 50, 50 gameplay, or maybe, well, I'm sure it'll be all in engine knowing machine games, all of their, all sure, of their sure. cinematics are in engine. So if you see it, that's what the game looks like. And gosh, dang it. I hope it's more third person than anything. They even yeah. have a orange drawing shout out to almost a thousand people watch the show thank you for being here if we want to get a thousand people you have to text your little brother and your grandma and tell them to sign into the show and and say hi we really appreciate it hit the like button while they're doing that as well um indiana jones is supposed to be 38 years old in this game mag because it takes place in between raiders and tomb tomb raider <laughs> and tomb raider that's a long that's a big window that's like 70 years yes <laughs> Can He's we like, narrow it down? It's between it's, Temple of Doom and it's between Temple of Doom and Raiders. Temple of Doom happened before Raiders. Yeah. Um, Temple of Doom is a year before Raiders. And then, yeah. So, so right in the sweet I mean, spot. Even though, yeah, which is funny because even though it came... Colt. <laughs> even though it came out um, after, like Temple of Doom came after uh, Raiders, it was it's still a considered a prequel. It's a prequel, yeah. So it's it goes Temple of Doom... This game, Raiders, and then they're probably going to do a, 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 you know, maybe a couple of other games between Raiders and uh, Last Crusade. Uh, maybe if this game is popular enough, maybe a couple of sequels. They could squeeze it in after Raiders, and it's, then you have, or whatever. I mean, there's a it's huge. It's probably gap more also. viable than Wolfenstein right now, even though I love the series of death. It sure. hasn't made a ton of money. Todd Howard did no. say that Raiders of the Lost Ark is. No, no arguing. He said is the best movie ever made. He said it everything might, about the opening be. and the way that movie goes is perfect. So I would expect yeah. Indiana Jones and the ancient circle, or people are calling it the great circle, but yeah. there's literally a book on the uh, first trailer that says the ancient circle that I recreated in Photoshop for, for video. Indiana Jones and the ancient circle will probably be in the feel and tone of of Raiders of the Lost Ark, and because Todd Howard's been working on this concept since 2009, Mag, so he's been waiting for the right team, and he said Machine Games was perfect for it. So that's Indiana Jones. Uh, takes place in 1937, so that's where we're at for for uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah, so what else do we my, have in the developer direct? We're not going to talk about our history and told. I refuse to talk about that game. If you like RTSs, um, I don't. Know, maybe another show. We'll talk it, about those. I'm not, not interested. interested. What's the other? I one? don't. I don't downplay anybody that likes those. I'm just. It's just not my bag. Um, Indiana you know, Jones and the it, Golden it, it, Ticket says Ghost Vader. Yeah, right. I got a golden <laughs> ticket. By the way, Matt Matthew again in the chat called me an Oompa Loompa. Unbelievable. I don't know what I'm going to do about this guy. Wait, uh, how tall Harry, are you? Uh, five eight and a half. You Oompa Loompa. I'm five nine. You're an Oompa. Mag's an Oompa okay. Loompa. Everybody, Matthew everybody, right in the chat. Mag the Oompa Loompa. What do you get when you gobble Half. down treats? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Wonderful. Mag, I, was I can't wait to hug you. I'm gonna be like, okay, oh. half an inch. Can you hear this guy? Like he's 
like I'm half a foot shorter. I'm literally half an inch shorter than. However, you know, there's a funny thing though. A lot of people yeah, don't. Yeah, but think look about at these this. shoes. Like you can't even. You won't even be able to kiss me. I'll be up so high. I, well, I wear disco platform shoes, so I'm actually about six four. Uh, when you'll see me in real life, so it's 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 actually quite. A, ask uh, ask Luke Nukem. I'm I'm a giant. I look like a pimp. Uh, but anyways, that's a whole other story. That's my that's what I actually do for a career, by the way. Oh, the, the, the other chat's game killing me too. Uh, the chat's hilarious tonight. Um, by the way, my second screen is on my right side, so I keep looking over here. I gotta move it back to the left side where I can see both screens without turning my head. But tonight it just happens to be there, so I'll fix okay. it halfway through the show. That okay. being said, that other game is if it's is it not isn't it avowed? It is. It is avowed. It's avowed. Okay. I don't know what the hell this game is gonna be like. Okay. It at first glance, when they showed that little trailer where the dude's hand kind of caught fire and then they showed mm -hmm. a bunch of arrows flying, and then that was it. I'm like, ooh, that's you know, that's That's fire. Let's see what let's see. Well, it was literally fire, yeah. But um <clears throat> uh I just wanted to I didn't know what the hell it was. So I'm like, okay, what is this? And then when they said what it was, I'm like, okay, I'm interested. And then they showed that little trailer. And the irony is, instead of getting more hyped, I think some people, I'm not speaking for everybody, but I'm saying I, I did get a, you know, a temperature of the room and it felt like people were like, I'm not so sure about this. But again, yeah, it's a trailer. The, the mature tone was really like vacuumed out with the, with the colorful trailer. They did say that... The production company that put that trailer down cranked up the contrast and saturation past what they actually right. wanted, but still the game has a uh, Outer Worlds level of tone, tonality to it. Um, sure. It, just, it, it, it wasn't what I expected. I was thinking it was, for whatever reason, I was thinking myself personally it was like a dark fantasy, like a... Like a uh, like a Dark Souls kind of, Not a Souls game in terms of like the gameplay, but I meant in terms of its aesthetic i was thinking like it was like a dark fantasy like really um mature gritty. that kind of thing it was going to be gritty dirty violent scary a little bit of horror uh but a whole lot of goth that kind of thing you know kind of like how my like my side chicks uh but anyways uh besides all that i what i didn't say anything that's honey i didn't say that i'm sorry my wife is totally listening to this show right now <laughs> also she anyways you off camera yeah, it pulls me off camera. No, no, she's used to my crap. She's used to my garbage coming out of my So imagine living with this. I mean, Some people are like, oh, I can't stand listening to Meg. Imagine living with Meg 24 hours a day. It's ridiculous. I even talk in my sleep. Anyways, I was expecting that kind of a game. You're laying in bed going, 343 co-developed Indiana Jones. 343 yeah. co-developed Indiana Jones. And then, of course, Bethesda has my house bugged anyway. So they're like, God damn it, that guy's yeah. speaking about it again in his sleep. Um, anyways. Let me let I'm me read not... these. We'll talk about Avowed because there's a little bit to dive into. But I okay, asked I the audience know your in the poll. Yeah, I'll, I'll lead that since I know a little bit about more more about it. De Dean Rivera says, "Thank you for the five dollars super." He says, "Just got a corgi puppy, and this little guy is taking from all of my Xbox gaming. I want to play, but don't want to feel like a parent that ignores their kid." Oh man, I bet that's a cute dog. I'll tell you what, Dean, uh, put down a blanket next to your couch where you game, and put that little guy right there and. And or uh, right on the couch and just you know pet him in between loading screens on Starfield. That'd be great. Uh, Red Wolf gifted one channel membership to BT Maverick. So welcome, BT Maverick's been around here a long time. Good to have you. Web Dave says can't wait for the Xbox Developer Direct. Colt Mag, great to hear your thoughts. Everyone up, hit Web the like. Dave? Yeah, what's up, buddy? Web I'm gonna Dave be on. Rock, 
I'm going to be on his show in like two weeks uh, on a Sunday. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. So yeah, good, Dante, good. my good friend, uh, Spriggan113, thank you so much for the $20 super chat. I appreciate it. It's emblazoned in orange, and it looks beautiful. He says, Colt makes scissor reels to hurt the hooves feelings by, <laughs> he had to say the name, Moriarty. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know who, who, like... who, I don't know who that name is, but he is Come the, on. You don't... He is no the bartender. Way. At Megaton in Fallout 3. I thought he was the bad guy from the James Bond movie. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Dante, you silly. Yo, Donna Cusada, thank you for the $2 super. And uh, amazing... Uh, I, don't, I forgot the word. Mod. A moderator. Uh, he says, have you had the clout? It's my favorite. <laughs> wow. Have you had the clout? It's my favorite. Hit it. Sounds like yeah, I know. Sounds like a disease that. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, never mind. I wasn't even say. I wasn't going to get into that. But uh, uh, yeah, it yeah. does. It sounds like a, a transmitted nice. disease that goes to your feet. Have you tried the lasagna? <laughs> it's my favorite. Oh, Can you imagine? Right. Like, uh, yeah, right. Do you like hot fudge Sundays? All right. My mom, my mom, uh, my grandma can't go hiking with us because she's got the clout and her feet swell up really bad. Dude. I was going to say something worse, but... I no, I mean, we like, might as well uh, just keep it sort of PG. Grandpa's Barbecue Game Cat, thank you so much for the Australian Five. And if you know anything about the Australian currency, that's like $7,000 over there. So <laughs> he says, any comment on the game executive said, quote, you won't own games and you'll like it. He says it's paraphrased, but not exact wording. Yeah, I'd like to talk about that with Mag real quick. Ubisoft... One of Ubisoft's leads or somebody uh, at the head of Ubisoft said, we want people to enjoy their games like they enjoy their movies, TV, and music. On demand, streamed, or rented in a service. And I don't like that. You don't. But how about, we, you, and I, how about you and I argue about it real quick? Is that well, all right? You know what? I, that's go fine. Ahead. And I'll you tell go you, first. I, I hear, here are my thoughts. I'm a reformed man. And here's the thing. At first... I was all about the streaming services. I was all about, I mean, even the Game Pass thing, that's fine because it's a great deal, especially for gaming because movies don't cost $100, right? But like, so like the Game Pass thing, I'll let that one slide. But the other things, especially like movies, streaming services, all that kind of stuff, oh, you know, you're just going to uh, consume product the way that they have it. The problem with all that is that they control, I mean, I understand they own it, but at the same time, they control everything. They pull it on, they pull it off. Whenever they feel like you can watch it today, it's gone tomorrow or whatever. It's gone next month. This and yeah, that. You don't true. have any control of that. The other thing, and this is the more nefarious thing, and this is the thing that I don't like, is that they can actually change things at will. And by the way, they've secretly, not se secretly slash not so secretly, been changing things, censoring things, cutting parts out of movies that people haven't noticed because on the streaming service, they can do that. They can't come to my house and they can't cut out as controversial scene from RoboCop or whatever movie I got, and I mean, they there, can't cut it out of my disc. There's right? there's a, an insult that uh, the bad guy gives Paul Walker in the opening like 25 minutes of the Fast and Furious one. Yeah, he yes, calls yes. him he calls him a, a name that is inappropriate today, but was normalized but, 20 years ago. I, so what? That's like something, I don't, I don't know if they did it, but that's one of those things where streaming services would just go in and go, you know what, we're going to remove, we're going to take that word out of um, right. Money for don't Nothing by Dire Straits. We're going to take that out of there. So yeah, those seven right. people they, know what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah, and I know what you're talking about, Cole. So um, argue with he, me. Like, he that's, had his own jet airplane. Those are, those are your reasons. They can, they can change the movies. They can pull them. Yeah. Um, and they have control of it. Uh, when they go down, you don't have access to anything. You can't play anything. How stupid is it that when we get, when there's an internet outage or they 
their network goes down. You can't play any of your games now. You're yeah. basically staring at a brick. That to <clears> me is bull crap. Uh, that 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 shit. Like if you own something digitally or whatever else, I understand the DRM thing. I get it. But I mean, there is a point where you have to draw the line and be like, listen, man, I bought this. For a hundred dollars up here, and like I'll and Aussies, you know what I'm talking about. The games are a hundred dollars with tax up here now. Okay, each game is a hundred bucks. This this is bringing me back to the '90s with the Super Nintendo. Remember that the cartridges were like a hundred bucks back in those days, at least in Canada. And um, that being the case, I don't have access to what I purchased. Are you out of your mind? What the hell is that? That's like me buying my car, and then all of a sudden there's you know I. I don't have access to the car because I, I can't get a, uh, you know in, in touch with like I don't know the te- the, the the Tesla, you know uh, program or whatever the hell it is their online system and all this stuff and I can't drive the cars like how stupid is that it makes no sense to me and now because of all this I've reversed my feelings on it and guess what I started going to GameStop again I've been walking in there every mm. week and buying my games uh, on um, physical and this and that whatever and. I've even said it on multiple shows, and I'll say it right here, because I don't care. I don't care. I'm not a clout chaser, okay? I will, if I'm not happy with Game Pass, I will buy Xbox games piecemeal. I have no problem doing it. Sure, if, yeah, okay. If, okay. if Indiana Jones is an absolute banger and I want it and whatever else, I'm going to buy the game. I'm not going to, why am I going to subscribe to Game Pass if for like three months after that there's games I don't want to play? Like, I'm just saying, like, if there's, like, indie games and stuff, I don't have time to play everything, and I want to get those experiences in, I'm not going to get Game Pass. I'll just go buy it. Xbox gets my money one way or another. Who cares? Call of Duty Golf War, I'm not going to be renting that because Call of Duty is the kind of game you could play eight months later, ten months later, whatever. I'm just going to buy it for 100 bucks, and it's mine. That yeah, depends on if you play the only the uh, the campaign or you only play the multiplayer. And if no, you only I play the multiplayer... Renting it might be better. I don't know, but I'm the opposite of you. So I'll argue the other opposite right. point of this. Go for it. I own almost zero physical games in this game room studio here. I don't have a single disc to play games. Everything is digital. Now <clears throat> Ubisoft says, we want you to be able to play all the games you want and rent them instead of owning them. That sounds really terrible, but the problem is, I guess I could pull the audience here. But why don't you guys just write it in the chat, and I'll try to keep an eye over here as you write it. Really tell yourself, how much do you spend a year on video games? Now, if you're here in the XC podcast, there's thousands of people watching. Thank you so much for being here. Hit the like button, I must say. I must say. Um, if you're here, you probably play a lot of games. You buy a lot of brand new games, You know, mostly at full price. So take a second and think, and I'll ask you as well, Mag, to just give me the number. Write in the chat how much money you think you spend on games every calendar year. Now, I could tell you, for me, it's probably somewhere around $300, maybe $400, maybe maybe close to five. I'm going to say $400. That's how much I spend in games every year. Now, I also get Game Pass, so there's a bunch of games I don't have to buy because of that. The other question is, well, then how many of those Pass, games you- that you own? either physical or digital. What percentage of those? There's two numbers I want you to write. How much money do you spend per year on games? And what percentage of all of your games do you end up replaying? Or they just kind of become a one and done. I own it. I can play it whenever I want, but I don't. That's, That's why I think Ubisoft's kind of like, are you really? It's it's not the right thing to say. Are you really playing those games again? Do you need to own them? I, I think they're kind of leaning in like, we can develop a business model 
that might save you money and let you play more games. I don't know if they can do that, but I'm looking at the chat. Snake Ice is 3,000. Matthews is 500. Uh, 200 for stage. Sparhawk, 450. So um, 300 to 400. So everyone is around the $300, $400 a year price point. Where are you at, Mag? How much do you think you spend on brand new games for one year? Now hold on a second before I before I say my number, um, and obviously my number is going to be much higher because of the Canadian dollar, right? But the oh, thing okay. is, okay, yeah, sure. You spend, you, let's say you said an average of about let's say about four hundred bucks, right? But you also pay Game Pass. How much is Game Pass Ultimate in the U.S.? One eighty per month. So two hundred bucks. So yeah. So, so, let, so I, I could say five to six hundred bucks is a yeah, fair number. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I would say that's about the same for me, but in Canadian, uh, maybe about seven hundred if you include whatever. But to be fair, I usually because I can't get to every game or whatever, and I also don't overbuy. Like I don't buy games day one that I know that I'm not going to touch for four months, so I'll wait. So, like for example, like Final Fantasy 16 is on the list, and I ended up getting it for 50 percent off because it was on sale. So that being the case, I guess I'm a little bit more of a frugal shopper when it comes to that because i'll wait for a sale like let's say a black friday sale and i'll pick up four or five games that came out earlier in the year right so i actually get like double the amount of games but i usually get them on sale because what's the point of getting the game day one if i'm not going to play it the only game i really play day one is either call of duty or like let's say a big huge game like a grand theft auto that's unavoidable or that's Hogwarts. happening day one, yeah, right? Or like, Ho- like Hogwarts was another yeah. one. Indiana Jones will be another one because I'm such a huge Tomb Raider slash Uncharted fan. Uh, Indiana Jones will be a day one. Um, you know, that that kind of thing, right? But uh, the rest I get on sale. So I would say I probably get probably about 15 to 20 games a year, maybe a little bit less I purchase, right? And then I probably spend, in that, I probably spend about $700. Okay, okay. A, a year. Give so with the conversion, we spend about a, the same amount on games per year. We're spending about <clears throat> the worst, the same amount. You and I are basically mirror images of each other. Just, so just different, different currency. I, I just think maybe Ubisoft. We'll, we'll close this topic out and get sure. back to the games. But I think Ubisoft is probably thinking if we can get a bunch of you guys to enjoy this value and be happy with it, because they use the word happy in there in that in that. Uh, in that it's statement like, where they want you to be happy because, you know, people on Game Pass are happy with what they get for that amount of money. And maybe there fine. seems to be a bigger segment of people that enjoy the a la carte. You don't have to own them because you don't really replay them. Um, it's just a, it's a dicey thing to say. And we're still in early days of people kind of making the conversion over uh, the way we do our music and movies. All right. Uh, let's talk about Avowed. We had people waiting a little bit of time on this one. It's set in the Pillars of Tenor universe. It's bigger than Outer Worlds. Like the, the open world areas are a bit bigger to traverse uh, left and right and up and down. Uh, there's different biomes, all kinds of different biomes. It's more of a very magical look or take on what we see from Skyrim, like bigger glowing mushrooms, uh, lots of different color bursts, and just an exaggeration of what the fantasy theme type game is. And then you have melee weapons, you have flintlock weapons, and you also have uh, one and two-handed spells, fire and elements, and shock, ice, stuff like that. So those are all, right. that's like all the recipe of what you want in the game. Loot, gear, tiered, leveling up, uh, different powers, building your character if you want more melee-based or a mix like I remember in Skyrim, I had the uh, the axe in one hand, and then I had fire and electricity in the right hand, and I did that for quite right. a while. So a lot of stuff to look forward to. I mean, that should sound somewhat enticing, and I think it kind of has to win you over, right? Yeah, and the thing is, um, it's the for me, it's the aesthetics. It's not the weaponry, the magic, yeah. that, that kind of thing. If I'm 
facing like glow in the dark goofy octopuses. I'm I'm not interested. You know what I mean? Like it's got it. Like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to see. Yeah, the spider I, I looked kind of goofy. Yeah, yeah. Like, sorry, it was a spider, not an octopus. But no, I, mean, I, I know what you mean. I was, I was making a joke it. about it. But, yeah, it's the same. You, you knew exactly what I was talking about. Um, it's I don't like like I said. I'll I'll I'll. I'll pump the brakes until I actually get a better look at it this week. Which is, yep. Which is in whatever, 48 hours, we're going to know exactly what we're dealing with. And then from there, even if I'm not impressed at that point, that might be the kind of thing where I'm like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. I'll see if it, you know what I mean? I'll still give it a shot, whatever. I'll, I'll wait for reviews if I find it iffy. Uh, I'll wait for reviews, see what other people say. Um, and not, And I don't mean reviews like, you know, strictly like IGN or Game Rant or something. I'm talking about YouTubers that I know personally or YouTubers that I trust, right? Because we have the same taste in games like uh, Mr. Boomstick XL. Shout out to Mr. Boomstick XL. I'm sure he's listening to us right now or if not tomorrow when he's doing his vacuuming and cleaning his... He's out there somewhere. He usually listens the next day while he cleans his, uh, while he pl- cleans his house. Um, so here's the thing. Him and I have the same taste. So when he reviews a game, if it's not on a, on a, on a you know, on, a, on his channel or if he's just talking talking about on one of his shows i take it to heart because boom and i have literally the same taste and all i swear if you went to both of our catalogs of games it's probably the identical games right so mm-hmm. i trust people like that skill up is another one i trust uh acg is another one that i trust um shout out to him he, he started with you know he started following me on twitter thank goodness she's dm him now so like you know i mean i listen to those guys destin i listen to destin Legary. I, I trust his opinion when it comes to games too your opinion uh randall thor is another one because rand is another one who you know he sells me on a lot of games too because he gets his hands on them before i do and then i'm just like god damn it rand, yeah with, really, you with know, rand i know what i'll like and sometimes what i won't right. like and he'll, exactly. he'll say i'll say you know i don't think i'll like that and he's like yeah i didn't think you would either and he's usually right. pretty right so and uh, that's why yeah, I'm saying I may wait for them to get a hand on it and tell me, say, hey, you know, and then, I, but like I said, let's take one step at a time before I ramble on too long. Yeah. My first step is let's watch the show. Okay. I'm not going to poo poo anything until I get my hands on it or sorry, my, my eyes on it. And then we'll get to the reviews and then we'll get the hands. And yeah, then we about, about certainly needs to have a much better leveling and gear system than outer worlds did. It was, that was one of the things that, really took me out of loving to death outer worlds was I got sure. halfway through the level tree and I'm like, I don't want any of this stuff. And, I, and, and when you're you scratching and, and you're, you're waiting to get that next level up cause you want to get that next circle opened up or that next node. And I, I did halfway through outer worlds. I, I didn't even want to unlock anything. So you're me is playing a lot of grounded. If it has crafting and gear level up and gear creation and, and tiered gear, uh, the way that Grounded did. I mean, if you don't know anything about Grounded, I'll just tell you that the way you level up your weapons and your armor is brilliant, and it's so satisfying. So, um, yeah, I can't wait for that. So I think we will get to see... I don't remember exactly what the words were that Microsoft said about Avowed, but we're going to see a bunch of gameplay, I'm sure, and I hope they totally win us over because I've been a little bit on the fence because, I, like I said, I really like Outer Worlds, and I want to really, really like Avowed as well. Sure, but yeah, like I do too. Like I'm not, I'm not like, you know, like I said, I'm not poo-pooing the game and I'm not like going into it negatively. I'm just telling my personal feelings from the second showing that we sure. saw. That's yeah. what I'm basing it on because that's my last interaction with that game was that second showing. That first one was just a tease. Then I got the second showing and I was like, now you got to kind of win me back a little bit. I'm there right? with Hellblade 2, Mag. 
Like Hellblade 2 has to win me over just a little bit more for me to be super hyped. Like I know it's going to be great. I know it's going to be better than the first game, but I'm waiting to see if there's just a little bit more information or whatever they talk about while they're in Iceland sipping Mai Tais in a volcanic pool of water that gets me even more excited. I mean, gosh, this year is fantastic for Xbox or even IGN's like they're going to trounce PlayStation with the first party releases and as long as those games land, we've got a lot to look forward to. KJ Wars 85 gifted five channel memberships. Thank you. I don't know who got those channel memberships, but you get early access to videos. Like I did that contraband video that came out this morning at like 6 a.m. My time and channel members, all like 45 people checked it out last night uh, while I was going to bed. So we appreciate that. Highlander with get- D. Yes. Oh, no, sorry. I was going to say you also get access to uh, Colt's uh, OnlyFans page. Uh, you get 10 free days, and then after that, you have to pay for it. So, you know, carry lots on, Colt. Lots and lots of feet pics. Highlander yeah, oh. 001 with a five. Thank you, Highlander. Says, hey, guys, Mag, get any, any new one-up arcade cabinets? Big Bang Theory ruined Raiders of the Lost Ark for me. Oh, I don't <laughs> I don't know that reference because I didn't watch uh, the show. I, I, know, I know that reference, yeah. It's, it's the fact that well, if you actually watch the movie, even though Raiders of the Lost Ark specifically is actually one of the best one of, not the but one of the best crafted films ever made. And it's up in the pantheon of, I would say, the top five to top ten best crafted films ever made. Doesn't age. But there is, it doesn't age, and that's one of the things. There's many. I mean, I could talk about it for an hour. But the thing is, is that uh, in Big Bang Theory, they did point out something which is really funny, and it's actually kind of true. If you actually take Indiana Jones out of the movie, he didn't actually do anything. Because the Nazis still wouldn't have gotten the Ark. They still would have taken it to the island. They oh, he never stopped opened. anything. He never. He actually never stopped anything. So, and, and then they still opened the ark, and then they all still died anyway. So, if Indy wasn't there, oh, they would have funny. found the ark on their own. They would have taken it to the island and all died anyhow. He had literally no, <laughs> no impact on the story. And the funny thing is, you're like, holy crap, it's totally true. I, and I, I gotta say this, I, I've never heard anybody yeah. else talk about this, but. Indiana Jones, Uncharted, and Tomb Raider all have this problem, okay? I'm going to set the scene for you. Sure. Nathan Drake or Indiana Jones or Lara Croft go into this remote location in ancient ruins in a jungle that no one's ever been in before. No one's ever seen or found on satellite imagery. They go into this place. No one knows they're there except for them and their sidekick. And they go in there and they pull all these crazy puzzles and they get into this cave and they grab this relic. And every time they turn around and the bad guys, they're like, thank you for doing all the work for me. How did you know where they were? How did you find it? How did you get past all the, all the flying spears and the, and the, and the, the, uh, the poisonous starts and all this stuff every time in all the movies and the video games, the bad guy shows up at the last minute and has to do no work, grabs the relic or the idol, and then hightails it out of there. (laughs) That's always bugged me, even though I love those things. First of all, I'm going to say two things about that. That reminds me of also of Star Trek. Whenever they say where no one has gone before, yet every time they get there, there's always already somebody there. (laughs) They get to this planet, it's like, no one has ever so gone like, here before. And then they get there, and there's already a dude standing there going, hey, man, what's up? And they're like, what are you doing there if no one's gone there before? Anyways, that's the first thing. They're the like setting thing. up a store. Okay, well, we'll have an uh, opening weekend. Well, this will be grand opening. <laughs> well, you made you made it sound like that was a joke. You're like, Nathan Drake, to, uh, uh, Lara Croft, and uh, Indiana Jones walk. Into a, like, into a bar. 
thought you were and the bartender says, "Why the long face?" Yeah, it does sound yeah. like a joke. Uh, either that, or I was gonna say, uh, you know, <clears throat> Lara Croft walks in the bar. The bartender says, "Are those triangles?" Anyways, let's go. <clears throat> let's carry on with. It. I'm gonna go get a beer after that one. I need a beer. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, thank you. Well, hey, it's just me. Um, <laughs> I can't even think straight now. Uh, we got. Uh, well, he didn't answer the rest of the question. Eric Goff, thank you so much for the $5 super. He says, Mag is old Vegeta. You have to forgive me. This is his first super chat. Welcome. Thank you for heading, hanging out on Ecstasy Podcast. We appreciate you. Uh, we've got a 1,000 people watching. Hit the like button, please. Uh, do your best. And hey, if you get hungry and you want easy meals, try that factor thing out. When I get five subscriptions, they're going to like tell me, like, wow, you did an amazing job. And I'm like, well, I'm not a salesman. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Legendary Yobi, thank you for the $2. says, peace, love, life to you two legends. Love you, Yobi. You're the best, Thank brother. you, bro. Well, yeah. you're the best next to Colton and, I, and, I, and myself, obviously. <clears throat> <laughs> Matt McDonald Media with the Canadian Five says, thank you, Mac. He says, AAA games brand new where I live in Canada are $93 to $102 which, with HST. So what's HST? <sighs> Harmonized sales tax. It's not um, fun. That just that's it's just not fun. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. Okay. So then when something when something's eighty dollars, it's actually closer to like ninety five now. Oh, wonderful! Love it. Yeah. All right. That's fantastic. Thanks a lot. Yeah. I remember when my when my oldest first got a job. She's like, "Where's all my money go?" I'm like, "Welcome to Planet Earth." Uh, yeah. He says, "I love Game Pass. It saves me so much money. The cost of two AAA games is equal to one year of Game Pass." Facts. Yes, it is. Grandpa Barbecue's GameCat with the $20 Australian Super Chat. Thank you so much for being here every week, GameCat, Barbecue or GameCat. He says, but so many game discs aren't complete anymore. Day one patches, games buggy that need multiple patches. If devs pull an all digital content, you need to reinstall the disc so it can be unplayable. And I agree with Mag. So, All right. Thank you. All right, you like the you like the cheesecake? He never said that. You like hot fudge sundays? All right, give me that. <laughs> it's my favorite. All right, let's yeah, talk about um, yeah. let's talk about Halo's multiplayer mode. Now, I said so, all kind of. Meg and I kind of got ourselves into trouble this past weekend, didn't we, buddy? Um, while yeah. you were on that show, uh, yes. Infinite Umbra, who's in the Infinite Podcast, was talking about how excited he was about. Halo Infinite's or Halo's certain affinity multiplayer mode, whether it be Battle Royale or something else. And I had heard a few days before from a close friend of mine, and I don't even know where the info came from. So here's my apology, all right? I'm sorry that I said this, but I wrote in the chat because I was just listening as, as a viewer. I said, I heard that the certain affinity thing has been shelved. And everybody on the show was like, oh, oh man, yeah. that sucks. And then that got reported in the that. news cycle. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. I apologize for saying that. I shouldn't have said anything because a close friend of mine said that who probably heard it from somebody that may have a reputable source and it wasn't my place to say that and I apologize. I was kind of feeling a certain way that night where I was like, I didn't want Umbra to get like super excited about something that might turn up to be a disappointment. It's quite possible. Here's what I think is actually happening. Uh, just just from me just guessing what's probably happening because the smoke, the, where there's smoke, there's fire. That certain affinity has probably just kind of 
maybe morphed what that is. Maybe it was a battle Royale at one point and they've morphed it into some other type of multiplayer add-on or some standalone thing. But I mean, I just can't see it really being shelved, but that's stuff that people are hearing like Xbox Air's podcast. They said they've heard some of the same things, but they don't know if it's true either. So we're all kind of sitting in the same boat, but I just kind of feel like certain affinity is probably kind of morphing or changing that into something else uh, to be some type of Halo content. Uh, that'll be standalone. I don't know, Mag. Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, I'm going to reserve my thoughts on what I know about that. There's, uh, but um, I mean, it meaning you've reported. heard things as well. You just don't know where they're from or how reliable they are. Uh, or you don't want to say anything else than that. It's What's pretty up, reliable. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's pretty, uh, yeah, no, that one. I'm, that those are cards I play close to my chest. Like, like I said, there's a line. That we might as well get into this very briefly. Um, sure. There's a line that I, like, I did a lot of self-reflection and stuff about, like, what I do know. And it wasn't just because of that, my show on Friday. It's just in general something I was thinking about. And I'm like, you know, there's a line you don't want to cross. I know people want to hear everything. Some people, not everybody. But the thing is, there's also you have to respect what people are doing. And the thing is, when it comes to specifically, like, like let's say Xbox Game Studios, Bethesda, ABK, things that they're working on, things that I know about, things that other people know about. You also don't want to ruin the surprise, not only for the gamers, but you're talking about the people that work on these games. They're, they work so hard to keep the security up there. Um, they want to keep it as a surprise. It's something that they that they know is going to make a big splash at like the summer showcase or something like that, that people don't see coming. You get those reaction videos on YouTube of people freaking out. You lose all that when when you know everything and I don't want to know everything. I really don't. I mean, some stuff just comes across my plate and you know, and it is authentic, uh, but I don't want to see everything. I'd like to be surprised too. I'm a fan, right? I am a fan yeah. of this stuff, but when I do find out stuff and I have stuff that I don't want to, I'm never going to talk about until it's made public. Otherwise I know some people might say, go, Oh, what an easy cop out, right? I know it sounds like a good cop out saying, "Oh, I know. he doesn't know anything, and that's why he's not saying anything." Boy, are you ever wrong! But I also don't want to ruin those surprises for those people. I want those team members. Like, for example, look at the people at Rockstar. You know how pissed off were they that some douchebag thirteen-year-old? Uh, oh, I was about to say something horrible. Uh, it's a good thing I stopped myself. It's still <laughs> PG, okay? I just said piss. That that still counts as PG. You're fine. Um, yeah, I was going to say something horrible. Like, he leaks the trailer oh, a day before and ruins, like, Rockstar that have been working on this for, like, eight years I or picture whatever. It's the, I picture like, it's the guy that went up on stage and said, uh, you know, Rabbi Bill Clinton or whatever. That's the kind of guy yeah. I picture. Like, yeah, I, I, under- I You know what I'm saying? It's, it's and the, I don't it's the duality that of that. Like, you and I are both like, I don't want to spoil, but I also don't right. want to ruin the fun for the people that are actually, we're not making the games. They are. It's their surprise. It's and when things change, like I, I feel like it should be okay to get a heads up if something's going to get canceled or changed, but we're not even meant to hear that information as it is anyway. Now, right. And the other thing is like, for example, I did tease something which did make its way to a lot of, uh, a lot of media outlets uh, this weekend, IGN, Game Rant, uh, and some other people, whatever. They were saying that, you know, that an, an old Xbox IB, uh, IP is being revived. Well, that is true, but I didn't say what, and I'm not going to say what. I'm never going to say what. Let that let the cards fall where they may, so that it makes the splash that it deserves. Because the people that are working on it, they don't deserve to have somebody just come out and just like you know, 
poke a pin in their balloon and ruin their, you know what I mean? And ruin their party. That's not cool. And so I refuse to be a part of it. I refuse to be a part of it. And, you know, when I thought and about I it. And I apologize for for being a part of that many times. Uh, sure. And, I, and, and, like, and I will Jez be, does it right. I, I like, like talking about it once somebody big has, like, corroborated it. Then I feel like it's sure. fair game. But it's still... I don't know. Uh, some of the stuff is way early, but the thing Meg is, and like, I are going like, to be riding the line the best way we know how to do that. We're gonna, we're gonna. Sure. It's going to be a growing process because. Yeah. And and I don't, I don't want Xbox. Listen, Xbox people listen to show Colt. Yeah, I some, mean, yeah, you know, I got right. like like we, we got Greeny that uh, that you know that we, that follow you and I and everything else and other and other executives that we talk and uh, you know what I mean have uh, any kind of contact with whatsoever and we do. I don't want that person sitting at home going, are you kidding me right now? Like when they hear like something come out, I don't want that. And that's not cool because then you don't, you know, you lose a rapport with people. And these are people at the end of the day. They're not robots. They're not anything. Else. These are human beings that are working on these projects for long periods of time. I don't want to ruin it for them. And, and they're going to have breakfast with you at E3. It's going to be amazing. Ex exactly. Now, see the way Jez talks about things, yeah. he words things very carefully and he puts out little nuggets out there, but never spoils anything really. Right. And so it's kind of fun in a way that like you like, for example, when I said that the, the Xbox IP being revived, um, that is truthful. That's 100 percent fact that's coming. And it was fun to watch people speculate and have conversation about it in a, in a fun and healthy, positive way. I have no issue. with. Yeah, because there's a lot of things Not. that people can say, man, it must be these five or these and four different IPs. Before we it's talk fun. about that, I want to ask you about the Gears collection, because I talk to people at xbox e3 not official people that said that gears was supposed to be shown at the showcase and it wasn't quite ready so they pushed it we thought we they would see it, it at the game awards in december now that has come and passed a month ago um we're not seeing it obviously at the developer direct now i'm no i'm gonna change the way i say this because i almost said the word heard or hear which gets me into trouble now i think that gears is probably being saved for the showcase like it's you're not going to have a developer direct. It's not ready to come out or maybe it is, but, um, mm, mm, no. I, 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 <laughs> I, mean, I think that, I think the showcase, I know it's so hard. Eh? I know. Uh, I think the showcase in the summer would be your best option because that's a bigger showcase. This is a smaller one to basically, it's like the appetizer. It's the aperitif before you start the meal. Right? So like you get into that, that's the kind of thing that starts you off the year. You got the landscape of what's coming out the next 12 months. Hopefully, I mean, I know we've been through that once with Xbox. You remember that? It's like I mean, they're kind of coming within twelve months. They kind of did. dug themselves into the into a trench right now, Mag, where the games are just going to come out. Now. Like, there's, no, there's nothing else now. they they're can ready. do. Right? They're ready. So they're ready. Back to gears. Like, sure. I think it's very possible that if this gears collection does exist, that maybe it's a, it's a holiday release that comes out. I I don't know how big that will be. Gears has really waned over the past um, a decade, really. But yeah. what are the possibilities oh, because, that that Gears has a reemergence with six and a and a collector's edition? What is that possible, or do you think it's likely? Well, it would make most sense to release a collection a collection before six because you want to whet people's appetite to get back into the you know what I mean into the franchise. At the same time, you also don't want to oversaturate it with too much gears. All of a sudden, if you get a gears collection, let's say there, let's say there's theoretically three games in the, in, in that collection, or, or you know four. what I mean, or four or yeah, or four five. games in that collection, and then all of a sudden you play four gears games, and then they release gear six. You're like, oh, I'm geared out. So you know, gears, I, I, gears would be better suited for 2025 after a year of gears collection, which sounds pretty tantalizing. If I may that, use that, that word be, on the air. 
Sure. Like I know Crispy Bomb would like I, I see him in the I saw him in the chat earlier. Uh shout out to Crispy. Sorry about the Steelers yesterday. Looks like the steel curtain was made out of silk. Oh well, I guess Josh Allen took care of that. Uh anyways, um sorry, I had to throw the stab at him. Uh sorry, Crispy, you're a great guy. Anyways, he loves gears. I mean, people like that, he'll he'll play it all day long and whatever else. Great. But not everybody's you know what I mean? People will get gears out. And so, therefore, I would think that your best option, keep it a year apart, get people's appetites wet for this thing and be like, oh, man, now that we got the foundation, now that we know the backstory for four and five, let's get into, let's get into gear six and let's party. You know what I mean? Like, like but uh, that's the way I see it. Okay. I like that. I, I can see that, too. What was the rumor or talk about the coalition working on something besides gears? Were, weren't they helping another studio work on something recently? Because that's, like that's 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 where it gets muddy because oh, okay. you do hear that you do hear that like they were working on a different IP, right? At some yeah, point. and and that but, according to Jeff Grubb, that was pretty reliable that the Alpha Point demo, which was like a new IP, was shelved. Right. But they they publicly said that they were helping State of Decay's Undead Labs for quite a while. So it seems okay. like Coalition has not been able to work on their stuff. They were doing the. Unreal Engine but, 5 demo, The Matrix Reloaded, they were helping right. uh, more than just Undead Labs with Unreal Engine 5 expertise. And so it's like if they can finally buckle down and work on Gears, maybe we'll see but, something this year and next year. Yeah, but the thing is, Colt, when you get down to it, when it comes to like, you know, it's like, oh, they're working on a new IP. Could be five guys in the corner. You know what I mean? Like sure. just working on, like just, you know, tooling away at something. Just, you know what I mean? Like chipping away at a, at a, at a concept, at a... That still counts as working on something new, a new IP or whatever else. Those five people can turn it to 10 people. And then if the thing takes off, can turn it to 500 people working on a project. Oh, and that's how absolutely. it always happens. Well, that's, like Naughty Dog started in a guy's garage. No joke. <laughs> yeah, somebody in the chat asked if Perfect Dark was canceled. Like That's exactly no, what Perfect Dark was doing. They were yeah. set with 25 leaders that were supposed to concept and build the game and then bring in a team like Crystal Dynamics to build it. Problem is Crystal Dynamics is kind of working on the new Tomb Raider game and then they'll uh, start Thank in God. full force working on Perfect Dark. So we think Perfect yeah. Dark is 2026. Uh, I, and I would hope we see it this rate, year. What's that? At this rate, you might not even see it till next gen at this rate, especially if next gen is coming sooner rather than later. You know, 2026 for a new console... With no mid-gen, like 2026 is sounding really, really reliably plausible. I don't know what the right word is, but I have a whole video about 2026 being the next-gen console and being ahead of PlayStation. Not not to beat them, but to say, you know what? We don't care. We're doing our own thing. We need new hardware, and here we go. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's going to be really cool. Really and cool. Crispy Bomb is already in the chat about he's just he, he's catcalling about the game yesterday. Come on. Anyways. Oh, and- <laughs> Can, can you do me a favor? Now that we're talking about this and the possibility of like some of those IP making it to the next gen, pop in a poll and say if a, if a, oh, if yeah. a console's coming out, if, a, if, if, if Xbox released a console in 2026, would you purchase it day one? Or if would you Xbox uh, makes a next gen, I'm writing as I talk, next gen console in 2026, would you... Would you, would you, would you adopt day one? Would you buy day one? Let me make sure this will right. fit. Okay, I'm asking out in the chat. And those of you who are listening to the 
Ecstasy Podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, or Pocket Podcasts, where you can't interact with a live poll. I'm writing, if Xbox makes the next-gen console 2026, would you buy one day one? And if you're in the car listening to the show, just yell your answer and then have a pedestrian well, uh, look at you well, like you're crazy. Here, it's in the poll, right? It's in there. And I know some some of these polls, Meg, I haven't been doing them often because on the mobile app on YouTube, sometimes they show up as a white box and you can't read them. But I haven't seen yeah. any complaints. Maybe they kind of fixed that. But No, no, they, they actually changed the poll. Um, the poll is now, um, it is a white box now where it wasn't before. And if you click on it, first of all, it minimizes. But then when you click on it, it enlarges again. So, all right. So over right now, overwhelmingly, it's sitting at like a 75-25 for yes, which is actually surprising because I, I figured a lot of people had trouble. Like I, I mean, except for the day one adopters, which I would imagine most people in our chat probably adopted day one, the Series X. Series X was hard to buy. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. I'm wondering, the, yeah I'm, all the like, consoles were hard to buy. You know what I mean? So, like, I mean, that being the case, like, some people have only had the Series X for, like, a year. Some people just got it. So then all yeah, of a sudden, they're just like, I hear that I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? So, like, hey, you get that, and you're like, three years? Like, come on, man. Like, I, I'll just, say it again, Mag. I will be the guy to tell you, normalize new consoles every five years. If I can take this Series X down to GameStop, and they give me 300 bucks, sure. and then for 200 more, I get the next console... I will not shed a tear. I, I will happily well, do that. Well, well, well. What? Cold Eastwood. What? Let me bring something up now that you brought it up. We just had a little bit of a, a a tiff over digital or physical. You know, you won't be able to take your consoles down to GameStop to trade them in if people stop buying physical. Huh? Yeah, what do you think I, about that? <laughs> I know, and I can't use eBay because I, I angrily deleted a, an account I had for like 15 years. I had an eBay oh. account since like when they first were like the first year they were new. I got so tired of their crap where they, where they, uh, if somebody decides you know, I don't want to buy that and they just leave you hanging. Uh, that's, that's, uh, there's a video on my channel about that where I actually drew cartoons for it. You should check it out. When you get really bored, go Google Colt Eastwood eBay and you'll find it. And my daughter actually voices one of the characters in the little scenario thing. It's great. Oh, cool. Eric Goff says, thank you for the super chat, Eric. He says, Where's no man where no man has gone before? It's just Captain Kirk's freakiness. And he did make out with a lot of blue chicks in that. In that oh show. man, blue chicks, green chicks. The guy the guy did not discriminate, I'll tell you that, especially in bed. What a what a what a gangster he was. Meanwhile, Picard was always in his room. I love Picard too, but I mean like every time you go hang out in his room, he's just drinking tea and playing a flute. And I'm like, dude. He's putting Ben like, Gay on his ankles. Yeah, you gotta yeah, love Picard. <laughs> oh no, I love I love Picard too, but I mean, come on. I mean, they're totally two different captains, but man, the renegade James T. Kirk. You didn't know if he was. Uh, I can't even say. It. I was going to Tiberius Kirk. I know that Tiberius. much. I know that yeah, much. Yeah. Michael oh, Mooney. Man. Thank you so much for the twenty twenty pounds super chat. He says, Ooh, "That's good, Microsoft." Isn't it nice? Yeah. Thank you so much for that's supporting the show. We really uh, we really appreciate it. Meg and I've got a sponsorship coming up in the next two or three weeks, and we're going to have a yep. lot of fun with it. We hope you guys kind of join in with us too. We'll, we'll we'll have a good time on the show. Thank you, Michael Mooney, for this one. He says, "Could Microsoft be ballsy with three games before April, two games before the end of 2024, and then April do another show with two games before June showcase and three games before the end of 2024?" He says, "Then June show third parties coming before the end of 2024." Well, that, dude, dude, that's a mouthful, man. We got I, that's a lot to unpack. I I would say this. Here's my personal thought. Let's not forget, as we always like, a lot of people keep forgetting that Call of Duty is now considered first party. So you've got to count that. 
you got to count that as a big exclusive, even though it's not exclusive. We're going to call it an exclusive in air quotes because you are getting it day and date on a service that you never would have gotten before. So I would think that they release two games in the fall, one small, uh, sorry, two games in the fall plus Call of Duty. I say one big AAA, one slightly smaller, maybe, or maybe a third-party game like a Stalker 2. We keep forgetting about Stalker 2, by the way. Uh, I'd say like a Hellblade, Stalker 2, and a Call of Duty Golf War is a fantastic lineup for the fall for Xbox. I can't, I don't see any reason they should do anything otherwise. Or if they decide to move Hellblade into May and do that there, right? So you got Hellblade over there, and then maybe you sneak in some, well, there's a couple other games, you know, Avowed uh, maybe in the fall. And maybe I, don't, put Avowed, I don't know what three games would be before April. I don't think, I don't know if they, I, what they have Indi- other than right, May. Indiana Jones. And Indiana Jones. I say Indiana Jones in September, avowed in like October. I like that. Call of Duty, late like October, that. early November. And that's it for the year. That's enough. That's enough. If that's not enough, what the hell else are you doing? We Yeah. Um, Jez Corden said that Towerborn had been moved to later in the year. It wasn't quite ready. Otherwise, it would have been in the Developer Direct. So sure. we do know that Xbox has the Developer Direct where they're going to show four games, possibly five, which we didn't cover because we kind of moved on from that. But my prediction, this isn't any... It's just kind of like a a duh prediction is that Double sure. Fine is ready to show their game because it's kind of been talked about a little bit. Double Fine's yeah. got this little arcadey game called Kiln that's been in the works for a while. I don't know how impressive it'll be because most of their games are not as amazing as Psychonauts. But this Kiln game could be the fifth they sneak in in the graphic and then they showcase or- this Kiln game. I also don't think, Mag, that it's going to be shadow dropped i think shadow drop is a super special thing i think they tried with hi-fi rush and i don't even know if it really worked for them sorry you were gonna no, say no, something. I, no i was gonna say that you know don't count out that um you know the outsider um of um south of midnight uh south of midnight is moving along quite well so i mean that could also sneak its way into the end of the year it's not yeah. a monster triple a title that's going to you know what i mean it's more like that it's game a double contract. a that wanted to be triple a as far as we know they right. asked for triple a money and i don't think they got it so uh contrast is one of their games a fantastic game amazing double a game uh another one like not by them but i'm saying like in the terms of like the the the, the quality i would say maybe like a um little nightmares like maybe that level of game Right, so those are games that they. By the way, Little Nightmares Three is coming out. I'm so excited. Oh I'm yeah, so excited. great game. The first, the first two games were some of my best, some of my favorite smaller games out there. By the way, the Doctor, what's up, buddy? Um, so South of Midnight might sneak in there too. So you never know, it, or maybe, it, maybe, it, maybe they sneak it in in the summertime and have something to hold over, you know, the the Xbox fans uh, in the summertime before you dive into the avowed Indie Jones Golf War uh, Fall. Right, and that's a solid. 2024. That's and, a solid, and look, you know what I mean? And the June yeah. showcase for 2024 is supposed to be really, really awesome. Um, yes. 2022, yes. they were like, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it was a great show. I mean, but it was like, sorry. And then 2023 is fantastic when the whole thing was Starfield and Avowed making its appearance and Fable being shown. So uh, I would expect a lot from June Showcase 2024. Sounds like the Xbox team's really super excited about how everything's sure. fallen into place. Like Activision and Blizzard can finally be incorporated into that show with Bethesda. So we have a lot to look forward to. Michael Mooney's like super chat about all these games having like an extra showcase. I did tell Xbox it'd be great if they had one more or just had a big presence at Gamescom or Game Awards. And so I think 
Three big presences, pretty good. Uh, so thank you for that super chat. Spider with the NOK50 says, thank you, Spider. Says, rumor, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4 was going to be first current gen only, but Phil Spencer's commitment to Nintendo will make Modern Warfare also come to Xbox One, PS4, and Switch. Believable, he says. Yeah, I, I would... I don't know if that's true, but it does sound believable that they would continue to make it multi-platform. Um, but the the reality is, Spider, that this summer or maybe this spring, Nintendo will probably reveal that new Switch, which is like as powerful as a PS4. Uh, you could go either way with that, but that, that's a good yeah. call. Uh, thank you for the Norwegian crone, Spider. That's awesome. Hey. I, I really want to go. That's my homeland. I'm an eighth Norwegian. I don't know what that means. But I think there's something I called Convelta my Fish favorite, uh, my, <laughs> my favorite Norwegian, uh, Midnight's Edge, man. They're one of my favorite YouTube channels out there. I love them. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, anyways, carry on. Yeah, beautiful. Matt, fun speculation with a big $10 super chat. And he's got the channel membership with the Series X glowing in green. He says, Summer Show announced Gear 6 with a big reveal, an amazing trailer. And when you think it's over, show a remade Mad World trailer and announce Marcus Phoenix Collection he said, would be chills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be something. And you can't that, lose that's a possibility. That it's a possibility. It's not for sure, but it's a possibility. I like we that. We don't know. I like that. Yeah. Trell Roberts, thank you for the two. He says, I'm ready for the showcase. Are you guys going? Yes, Trell. I hope to go to the showcase this June as long as my channel stays alive and I can make uh, the, the way over there and uh, the flight and everything, but I would I'm not sure about my travel plans this year. I, I still have to iron out because I had a, I had a big federal inspection uh, and audit at my, uh, my, my, my company. And so uh, that was my focus for right now. It just happened. Oh, it was great. It actually worked out great. Oh, okay. So okay. now I'll make sure that's, it goes. now that that's finally over. Literally it just happened today. Uh, the end of it happened today. So now I'm going to focus on my travel plans for 2024 and see what's going on. Well, I know I'm to- making my way back to nashville but uh you know what we're gonna do is we're gonna make excuses for mag to attend the uh showcase in june in la so i can lean down and give him that hug little five foot eight and a half foot self there wait you were are you five foot eight in canadian inches or american inches oh stop it colt it's the same (laughs) what do you think it's the metric system something different it's the canadian imperial system which is french canadian (laughs) and the, the conversion from european so we're about the same height. Magnum West, we're with a channel member for two months. This Colt can't wait for your scissor reel on the Xbox Direct. I'm going to be watching the show uh, with everybody on Thursday, and I'll probably make a video at the end of the night. Highlander, thank you so much for the five. Says, I got a new Samsung TV, and the salesman told me it came with three months of Game Pass. and they Really? And the app WAA on it. Won't load? I, I don't know. I don't know what he says. And the app with it, I guess he's saying. Yeah, it has the Game Pass app. It was probably installed on it, I think is what he's saying. Mag, next, what's next arcade game you're getting? He wants to know. Um, more? Yeah, no, no, I'm getting two more. Um, I'm getting a, a Centipede Anniversary Edition that has a bunch of different games that you play with the, you know, with the rollerball. Um, so mm-hmm. there's going to be Centipede, Centipede Millipede. Um, there's going to be a few others on Remember there. Remember Cobalt like with the rollerball? Yeah, man. I admit that, hey, man, that might make its way on there. I'm not really sure. And then the other one is uh, NFL Blitz, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get a four, I'm gonna get a four person cabinet NFL Blitz. So it's gonna be monster. So the point it, what I'm gonna do here, is that TV behind me's gotta go because that TV takes up that whole wall. It's a big TV. So however, so I'm gonna have to move that to a different room, and then I'm gonna put that one somewhere else to where my modern gaming is gonna have to go to another room. And then because the, the NFL Blitz is gonna take up like half a wall. 
you don't realize how big these things are until they're in your house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember when those cabs to- being like, they, they take oh. up your whole arms reach to reach both corners. So they flange out for the yeah. sticks because you got to get four skinny dudes in there going. Yeah, and like the thing is, that, like when you go to an arcade, you don't you don't really like appreciate so the size anymore. of those things. Yeah, <laughs> so you don't appreciate the size of those cabinets until all of a sudden you look at it and you're like, Jesus, man, this thing is huge. Do you have a you know sliding glass I mean? so, door that you can cart these in through the back of the house, or you you just like roll them down the stairs? Yeah, actually, I did. I do. I like. Well, I, I occasionally have to move them down the stairs myself. It's not pleasant, but uh, no, no, it's fine. It's and then the doors are big enough to get them in. It's not a problem. Okay, I have no issue with that. I have I have big front doors, so it's not a problem. But yeah, it's it's a whole ball of wax. Yeah, it's a whole thing. But yes, the next ones are going to be the Centipede uh, Anniversary Edition and then NFL Blitz, and that yeah. may be it because I, I i'm gonna start running out of room i mean that's gonna be like eight cabinets at that point right nice so yeah it's gonna be serious i'm excited Anyways. for that um, yeah me too yeah because i want to come over for nfl blitz I'll, I'll make the trip can you um, imagine you fly like from like washington like just to come here to play nfl blitz and then all right i'm gonna go back home you get back on the flight and that's what like super rich people do yeah they, they do just, don't they, they? Just, i'll take my private jet well they're just um, like a helicopter and like just base jump out of the helicopter onto your house and then they just that's it mm-hmm. and they get picked up and go home uh speaking of base jumping the uh stalker two devs said that their game got delayed it's supposed to be quarter one that that segue didn't work i love that uh, it's okay, actually that, september that, that's 5th yes yeah september 5th the game's coming out and um there you, there you go september 5th. the, the screenshots go. look phenomenal but we heard at gamescom which would be i don't know nine six months ago Six months ago, I guess, maybe? Maybe less. I don't like to do math. Stalker 2 wasn't looking very nice. It's kind of rough around the edges. Wasn't that great. But another year, I mean, those screenshots look fire. So Stalker 2 looks really nice, and I hope it's really good. I think maybe Xbox probably extended that exclusivity agreement. They've been carrying them through and waiting them out during a ridiculously uh, horrific war in Eastern Europe, and now they're going to deliver this game. So Stalker 2 looks great. Let's talk about this 10-year, long-awaited franchise is coming to Xbox. And I'm going to start off because you know things that you don't want to say. I would rather just start off by saying what it could be, and we can discuss from there. How about that? Will that keep you safe? I, I'm, I'm not worried about being, like, whatever. I'm not going to say I'm not going to say it. No, no one's going to. Grab me by the nostrils. Um, th- there's a bunch of like long-awaited, 10-year-long, what was the the phrase? Xbox era talked about it, but it could be something like, it could be Banjo-Kazooie. It could be something like, uh, what's another long 10-year franchise that people have been asking about uh, from mm-hmm. Xbox? It could be Scalebound coming back, which we made a joke about last week. What are some mm-hmm. other long-awaited uh, chat? Help us out. There's some long-awaited games that Xbox has in the in their pocket that they haven't brought back in 10 years? What could be coming back that is supposed to set the internet on fire according to Xbox era? Meg, you want to Jason Max, I'm not saying... He just says, say it, Max. Say it. I'm not saying... No, I can't do that. That's that's too sensitive. Um, and very, very few people know. So that's the kind of thing where that if you do say... And by the way, that was another thing. It's funny when, um, when some of the stuff came in. They're like, oh, Matt, tell me your source or you're a fraud. Oh, absolutely! I'll that. go and expo- I'll expose my source so that I never hear from him again, or her, ever again, because they're not going to trust me ever again. How stupid is that? Just so I can appease some guy 
on some guy named Jeff. Okay, yeah, like Jeff. Some guy named Jeff on Twitter that I don't know. Sure, let me just expose my only contact. Like, are you? These people are so stupid. Blogs. My life goes crack down. Yeah. Well, crack. Why not? Why not crack? Down? I mean, crackdown crack is uh, six years off. I think it's been. Uh, That's within like ten that. years. Crackdown. Why not make a new crackdown? Have have a new team work on crackdown. You know what I mean? Have somebody else take a crack at it. So I don't know. And we'll we're see out of what, here. Thanks yeah. everybody for trying. I know, I know. And I say everybody, that's it. We're out of here. Uh, no more super chats. Jason Max all. goes, "Is your source boom? You, no. What an honorary <laughs> chat you guys are. You know what? I'm I'm really disappointed in you tonight. Yeah. Mag has feelings too. I mean, he may be short, but that makes his his heart so much more potent. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Leonard goes, "Okay, Jeff." What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yo, Donnie goes. What happened to Water Egg Thirty Two? Water Egg Thirty Two is like, come on, Meg, who's your source? Say, I know, you, like, say it, you coward. Yeah, I know. And people have been doing that, and then, then they start saying really nasty things, and I block them. And then all of a sudden, I get this, I get a message from somebody else, and the guy responds. He goes, "Why did he block me?" And I'm like, I don't know. You told me to go to hell. No. You told me to. You told me to kill myself. You told me that I'm a fraud and I need to get off Twitter. You drew, uh, you told you drew me a that Pinocchio this, nose like, on me. Yeah, yeah. And then and they then, go. Yeah, he couldn't handle facts. He's like, he's like, <laughs> he blocked me. Why? But why, sir? Why? Uh, Anyways, I knew, all I did uh, was call him out on his BS. He can't handle facts. They always do this with their arms when they talk. Well, yeah, it's usually because they're short. Like me, um, the only feeling. Okay, <laughs> come on, you're you're says. stalling. What is this ten year, long awaited franchise? The chat's got some ideas. Sunset Overdrive. Hey, I was just playing that on PC. <laughs> Manny, that was funny. Replaying it wasn't as great as when I first played it. Uh, I don't know, uh, but I still like the game. What are they saying in the chat? Nine, Lost Odyssey is Lost Odyssey a possibility? That's a well loved JRPG. That's like twenty years on, right? You know, Destin named like Destin did his video yesterday. He he rhymed off about ten games in there. Right. So what do you say? Uh, oh, I can't remember all of them. I'm old. Um, I think Lost Odyssey was one of them. He mentioned um, what else was there? I think was it Crackdown, uh, Killer Instinct, uh, Crimson Skies. Um, what oh the yeah. Hell was yeah. the other one? Some of those are like twenty years. In there, old. Like, like, yeah. There, well, yeah. There was a bunch in there, and uh, but I mean, they were they were there, and like I was like, oh, all right, that's pretty cool. So yeah, and then there was ba- the, the big one everybody thinks is Banjo Kazooie. Um, you know, uh, Conquer's another one. Jade. Uh, well, there we go. Uh, let me talk about Banjo Kazooie for just a second. We hate it, but I think Phil's like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't say these things without meaning them. And he's like, Banjo fans, I hear you, which either means Phil's like, I hear you that you want Banjo and we're considering it. Like we're actually considering it is why he's saying that in the interview, right? That's what I get. Or maybe sure. he's like, hey, I hear you. We're going to announce it soon. Don't worry. Like kind of that sort of thing. Like we don't like to talk about it if it's not a real thing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Banjo could be, it's really got to be a killer studio. And and I think it's going to be a third-party studio. I don't think one of Xbox's studios, I know people say, oh, they got Double Fine and they have, um, they have Toys for Bob and stuff like that. Maybe. Maybe Toys for Bob takes Banjo. I don't know. That's a good possibility. Uh, people are saying well, Killer Instinct that, too. When you say Killer Instinct, like there's never is there only been one Killer Instinct game, or would it be well, yeah, Killer because, Instinct three at this point? Well, no, because they did a they did the well they released the first one with the launch of the system 2013, right? And then they did a 10 well, year on, anniversary. Hold on. 
Yeah. That was the very first Killer Instinct with the with no, the launch of the Xbox One. Not ever. Because no, it was no, like no. a wasn't it a it Nintendo sixty four rare game? Yeah, it was in the nineties. They, they did like three, okay. they did like at least two or three of them in the nineties, and they were in the arcades. I mean, I I couldn't figure out how to play this stupid game because I was a Mortal Kombat Street Fighter guy, and then I got there's yeah. always some guy that walks in and was like Ultimate Combo. And he did like a combo yeah. breaker. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I didn't know how to play the game, uh, but I was a master at Mortal Kombat. Uh, that was my jam and Street Fighter, of course. Uh, anyways, no, they came out in the 90s uh, and they were on the Nintendo 64. They were in the arcades, all that kind of stuff. They were great. Uh, however, then the reimagining, uh, the, the reboot, so to speak, came out on Xbox One in 2013. Mm-hmm. So they did that. And then Iron Galaxy released 10 years later. They did, well, 10 years later, just now, like this year. Or sorry, in 2023, they did a 10-year yes. anniversary edition. Remember that? They released that. I never even and checked then, it out because the enhanced version for the 1X looked fantastic. I'm like, how can they improve it anymore? Let, let us know in the chat if you guys said it looked pretty amazing. I'm sure it looks nice. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so that that's uh, that then so you know I mean, that's a possibility. Uh, that Killer Instinct could be a possibility. I don't know. There's a bunch of them in there, but uh, you know, I'm enjoying the fact that people are having some good times. Like um, <laughs> Jesse P, thank you very much for that. Uh, read his comment, but it was blocked. <laughs> and no, it's not what you said it was. Where oh. is it? Way up here. Uh, it says mag source. I guarantee you all. Of course, Jesse P guarantees, not me. Uh, is his um, a hole? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a mint? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, sure. Why did he block me on Twitter? Yeah, oh, people. <laughs> Jesse Penis, listen. I mean, uh, Jesse P, listen. It's just, it's just, it's just game talk. Okay, you don't have to take it so seriously. So let's you not know, get, let's not get excited. That is, that is true, and. The whole Dying Light 2 thing that I heard it from such a good source. And then I was yep. talking to a very prominent YouTuber that has a really good list of sources that was messaging me back and forth. Hey, you're hearing the same thing I'm hearing? Like, he's really careful about how he or she, really careful about how they asked me, is this r- real? And, you know, I felt pretty good about it. And so, And I really like Dying Light, so I made the video. And, whoo, boy. Like, just based off of that, I cannot be trusted to some people. And, hey... You know what? Whatever. Some, you know, those people, yeah. that thumbnail said Dying Light 2 Xbox exclusive. But in the video, I said, it could be, couldn't be. This is what I'm hearing. Maybe it isn't. But, uh, nah, you know what? There fine. was, there was actually, there was actually, it was, there was uh, originally Dying Light 2 was supposed to go to Game Pass day and date because Microsoft had dumped $50 million, from what I heard, uh, $50 million dollars into the production of the game. And part of that, and part of that deal was to put it ga- a day and day in Game Pass. That did not happen. So you and I both heard the same thing from different people, and they were both reputable people. And it did after when you actually look at the facts, it actually makes sense. It's like why would you dump all that production money in there if you weren't getting a deal out of it? What's the point, right? But they obviously they had something else worked out behind the scenes that obviously we're not privy to. And so then things change as they often do. Uh, however, but uh, the thing is, you know, I, I don't really care what people think about what I, what about me or what what I say. What I say is what I say. And then if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. That's all there is to it. You don't have to listen to me. You don't have to. No one's forcing you to do anything. And so at the end of the day, you believe me, you believe me. If you don't, you don't. And then yeah. if it does come through, you best believe 
I mean, I'm still going to sit there and go, well, like, you know, I, I knew it, but okay, that's fine, cool, whatever. I don't, I, I don't, I don't get my feelings hurt over that it, kind of stuff. It really you shouldn't. It really shouldn't be you that can't serious. Be on YouTube. Yeah, you can't I know. be on YouTube if you're going to get if you're going to you know if you're going to get all in your feels, you can't be on YouTube. And I don't mean well, YouTube. I guess like I need to leave. Chat. Yeah, like you can't. Not, I'm not talking about the chat. I'm talking about yeah. performing live on YouTube. You can't be all about your feelings because if you are, you're not going to make it. Because you know people love to be keyboard warriors and whatever, and that's eh, fine. Whatever, yeah. do whatever you want to do. Whatever makes I mean, you happy at the end of the day. And when you talk about like where people hear things, I can tell you, I feel pretty confident that Starfield is not currently being ported to the PlayStation Five. I, and I know that's something a lot of people are talking about. There is a prominent PlayStation related YouTuber that says uh, that they're hearing that Starfield has a PlayStation Five port. That's something's going to happen soon. But I'm very confident that that's not happening to starfield whatsoever and i think starfield is going to remain exclusive forever and um it would be so funny because if it did come to playstation uh oh here comes the xbox tax i said i didn't believe in but i bet you that game would score five points higher on playstation well plus <laughs> it, it would have it would have a couple of years of uh updates by then and mod support and all that cool stuff yeah but, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that would be a thing that would be it a is thing. weird However, that the that the Last of Us remake, Last of Us Two remake today, is sitting at a ninety-one or a ninety-two, and I'm like, I looked at it and it looks indiscernible from the PS5 enhanced port edition or the uh, whatever back and pat, whatever they call it. But um, this yeah, is, I'm this basically is. paying my, like I'm paying my ten bucks just so I can play the, I can get those other. I, they have like a whole new trophy list or whatever, and then I, yeah. I think you have the it's option. You have the option of not. Yeah, I mean it's ten bucks, big deal. And I, do you have the that. option of bringing your save over if you just yeah, want to load up anywhere? However, cool. I'm not That's going good. to. I'm not going to do that though because I'm actually going to play it from scratch again because uh, I'm not going to port over any of my trophies and stuff. I'm just going to be like, no, no, no. I'm going to start it from scratch, just like I did with the uh, Legacy of Thieves edition of Uncharted. That was another thing, by the way. Um, a lot of people, especially now, especially um, you know certain people, uh, are going are comparing Uncharted 4 and putting up all the screenshots. I mean, Uncharted 4 is an incredible game, gorgeous game, whatever else. And they're already like saying, Indiana Jones will never look like this and this. And I'm like, okay, guys, can we f can we see it first before that's we start? A, that's a dumb thing to say. I mean, look at like, that, that look really at the New Order like, and New Colossus. Like, Stop it. Those games look you know amazing. Yeah, it's like you haven't even seen the game yet. Like, let's just see what the game is. And it might be a completely different feel for all we know. You know what I mean? Like, geez, guys. Like, come on, man. I don't know. People have lost their minds this year. I got to tell you, man. So, like, in the last couple of weeks and on the on the, on the socials, people have gone completely insane. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. You guys are nuts. However, hey, let me, let I will me take a side thing. Well, yes. oh, go ahead. Go oh, I was going to leak one thing. I was going to say that I can guarantee this. Uh, Jesse P., this is for you specifically. Um, um, all Xbox games moving forward are going to be third party on the Ouya. You've heard it here first, folks. It's on the Ouya. All of them are moving forward. Microsoft has revived the console. It's coming there. It's all going to be there. Yes, so we're all going to get excited for that. So anyways, Jesse P., line up. The Ouya will be for sale starting March 1st. So make sure you get to the store and get a, get your pre-order there. Carry yeah. on, Colt Eastwood. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, Mustard in the chat was like uh, talking about how Xbox as a console has failed. Um, that is such a weird thing. to. It's it's a. I learned uh, all about the difference between perception and perspective and it really is a perception problem where you feel like 
if people say the Xbox console has failed. I have to remind people like Mustard, the Xbox console is not a requisite hardware device to be in the ecosystem. You do not ever have to own an Xbox to partake in any of the things that they're making. So having the, the console sell as well as it does, just being another entry in, uh, that's like saying that the uh, ROG Ally is failing because it's not selling as much as a PS5 or, or a PC. It's a ridiculous premise as it is. But he also says that PlayStation has superior studios. PlayStation has fantastic studios. But this generation, Xbox's first-party studios have proven they're sitting right next to PlayStation in the amount of quality of the games they're putting out, in the open critic and Metacritic scores. So it's a really great time to be excited whether you play on Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, or just a mix of both, which you should be. Mustard, it would really help if you play it on more than just one device. You'd get that perspective, and it kind of get you to understand which games you really like. Because Pentiment scored really high. I don't like the game, but it scored really well, and it showed that they can make an amazing game with few people. So it's all about... Get that perspective and that perception like lined up, and then it'll be easier for you. I, I promise you. Let's talk about. Wait, what? I think I had one more thing I wanted to read here. I have a couple things, but let's talk about Final Fantasy. I asked the chat. Oh my gosh, they're split. I knew they would be right. Are you a Final Fantasy fan? I'll make this quick. Oh, are you asking me? <laughs> well, I asked the chat if they like Final Fantasy because. Oh, uh, it looked like it was pretty split. Yeah. Yeah, Why it's like fifty-seven percent say no, fifty percent say yes, and. Uh, Phil signed with Square to get more Final Fantasy and Square games to, to Xbox. It sounds like Final Fantasy VII is ending exclusive, its exclusivity deal with PlayStation this spring. And I, I wouldn't think that a port would be ready in a year or two years or three years, but it's starting to sound like maybe this port is going to come out maybe this year. And that Final Fantasy VII's first portion of the game that came out in 2019, I think, uh, is going to come to Xbox. And then Final Fantasy XIV was supposed to be ready to go, and Xbox Wired sent out information from Xbox PR and then yanked it today on social media. So they're ready for Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, they're almost ready, but something is uh, holding back for the big announcements. So, um, yeah, that's what's going on Final Fantasy. Uh, I, I don't know. Mag, do you care? Um, do you play those? I've played well, some I, of them. I, I played some of them. Uh, I'm not a fan of all of them, obviously. And, and I got to say, like, I don't understand the numbering system. They're so confusing. And it's like, you know, all of a sudden there's like Final Fantasy 12A, Final Fantasy 12B. Seven then re then ret retrograde, renegade, yeah, penetrate. Then they go to seven. It's, it must be a Japanese thing. Then they go to seven. Then all of a sudden they go to 14. Then back to nine. And then they release 11 online only. And then 15. And then back to seven remake. I'm like, what are you guys doing, man? Can't you count from one to sixteen and just keep it simple <laughs> instead of this this nonsense? Anyways, that's besides the point. Uh, I did buy Final Fantasy sixteen, and like I said, I got it for fifty percent off, and um, it was on sale. Whatever, I got it, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna get to it sometime this year, and it looks more like a Witcher to me, right? Um, like a Witcher style game. And like you know, it's like third person. Are you talking you know, about sixteen? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, Final yeah, Fantasy okay. sixteen. It's yeah. like an open, you know, combat that kind of thing, whatever. And uh, I'm I'm interested in that. 
So, you know, that, that looks like a lot of fun. So I'm going to get in. I know a lot of people like Everborn Saga putting 100 hours into that. Shout out to Everborn Saga. And, um, yeah, he put in 100 hours into that game, said it was great. Uh, story was great, that kind of thing. So, like, right up my alley. I, I want to do that. So I'll get into that later this year. Uh, but right now, I'm, I've, I've got, still got the backlog of things to get through. So um, I'll get to it later. But, yeah, as as doesn't really affect me either way. Like, I'm not going to play Final Fantasy VII Remake. I mean, I could have played them on, on my PlayStation 4 or 5, but uh, I've played... Uh, three or four of them, and I just don't love the series. Um, uh, yeah, 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 like I don't know the characters. Like, I mean, I just I like I, I, I can invest. My like, problem is I don't like, like, like the characters. That's I don't like right. the heavy-handed stuff. So like, it just doesn't really work for me. And I don't force that upon other people, and I don't make them like or dislike something. Like my good right. friend Fonz loves Final Fantasy games, and I just sit back and go, "Man, I'm glad you're happy." Um, that's fine. Everybody's entitled to what they love. Like, I don't, I don't care what people like and what they don't like. And, you know, I have a lot of friends who like literally like adore Xbox, hate PlayStation. I have friends who hate Xbox and love PlayStation. I, I'm like, dude, man, or lady, just enjoy what you enjoy, man. Dig. Dude and or lady. Dude yeah. and or lady. I'm like, hey, man, you know, not to get all 70s on people. I'm like, dig what you dig. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just. They like play and enjoy what you like. It's your money. It's your time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just have fun. But like Final Fantasy is not really my bag. Like I played seven way back in the day. Um, I played eight and then I never played another Final Fantasy game after that. And then the thing is, I went back and I tried because I know they put uh, Final Fantasy seven remake on um, PlayStation Plus for a while there. I don't know if it's still there. Um, I played it for a bit and I hated it. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I, like, Some you know what I mean? And like. It. Yeah. And some people love it. Like, I hated it. I played it for, like, 30 minutes, maybe an hour. And I'm like, this just isn't for me. I, I'm just not enjoying it. Final Fantasy 15, I couldn't stand it. I tried. I played that on Xbox. Didn't like it. Um, and then, like, you know, and then you got the other flip the flip side of the coin. You got, like, Je uh, Jez Corden. And Jez is like, I, like, he, goes, he saw Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. And he's like, this is a PlayStation 5 system seller for me. This is a reason to buy a PS5 oh, okay. is to get that yeah. game. Right? And he said that. And uh, I guess that makes him a pony bot too, doesn't it? Um, watch so, out! Yeah, it yeah, does. watch out! There's two of us now. It's it's like a disease. You know, next thing Colt's gonna have it. It's know, the I mean, blight. Colt, and yeah. Colt is a horse. He's gonna have a horn growing out of his head next week. Um, anyways, all joking aside, that's his prerogative, man. If he yeah. wants to get it, and he loves it. Go run, dude. Play it. Play a hundred hours of it. I mean, I hope it gets the support it needs. But I mean, uh, I don't know. The, the problem is that Xbox fans have been conditioned to not receive those games, so they're kind of left out of the loop, and it's going to be a problem that I'll have to naturally work its way out. Charlie Thompson, thank you so much for the five-pound super, says, so no first-party games in the first four months. And yeah, I think there probably aren't. I look at the list of games that are coming out, and maybe, well, I mean, at the Developer Direct, they're going to give all release dates, I think. So... There, I don't think there is anything coming out until the supposed maybe May release of Hellblade. I look at this list of, of roadmap games that are all pretty much 2024 and 2025. Um, so yeah, second half 2024. So Xbox better have some great stuff in Game Pass. And they better get their butts moving on porting a bunch of crap from Activision Blizzard over to the uh, Game Pass. All right, we got the Doctor with a five Canadian super. Yes. He says, Mag, can you buy arcade basketball for the game room? You know what I'm talking about with the, yeah. the real balls and, you know, shooting shooting the inflatable I, ones. Actually, it's funny he says that because I uh, there was somebody who was selling it. They had a shutdown 
Um, not a, not an arcade. It was like one of those, um, you know, like the Chuck E. Cheese kind of things where you get the tickets. They were selling one of those for like five, six hundred bucks, and it was actually pretty enticing. But the problem did with you those know is that, that yeah, I'm sorry, did you know that the E in Chuck E. Cheese stands for M, like get him? So his full name is Chuck Em Cheese. Keep going. <laughs> It is, or are you just being a, are you just being Colt Eastwood? <laughs> Can you imagine Chuck him cheese? That's his name. Can you imagine that? <laughs> that would be the worst. What's your full name? When did you sign Cole, this document? You actually had me going for a minute there and I'm sitting there like completely dead silent and I didn't realize you were being, oh, okay. You know what? He totally, he totally got me. I need, I need more. I, need I think more, it, I actually think it's, it, it stands for the, for entertainment or some stupid thing. There, are they even a, anyway, tell your story. They the uh, Chuck E. Cheese have been completely redone and reopened and reimagined in Canada. They're okay. amazing now. Okay. Yeah, they have Chuck E. Cheese. They're gorgeous now, and then they they redid the menus and everything. That's the same thing like Toys R Us. Toys R Us are all over Canada. I know they they you guys don't have them there over here. They're thriving. Oh, Rockstar shut them down. Rockstar Games shut down the Toys R Us because they have an R in their logo. Completely shut them down. <laughs> You see that one almost for half a second. Yeah. Nice try, yeah. Colt. Yeah, well, I'm not, I haven't dr- I haven't drank that much. I only had one or two pints. Don't call me uh, Scooter anyways. says, take Colt drunk, he's home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, there was a there was a super chat earlier on that says I look like somebody, and I don't think you read it out. <laughs> no, what? Oh, maybe I'm getting to it here in a second. Okay, go Boot for it. you with a member for 30 months says, so what else do you know, Mag? Spill it. We're trying. No. Trail <laughs> Roberts with the $2 says, Maybe it's brute force, Conquer or Jade Empire. No, please. Meg and I don't want Conquer. Wait, Meg, do you like Conquer? <laughs> okay, good. You can stay on the show. Legendary <laughs> Yobi with the $2 says, would like to see Fusion Frenzy return. I heard about that. I, I heard some talk about Fusion Frenzy. Uh, I don't know. Mad All Monster right. with the $2 says, brute force. You guys, Trell and Mad Monster. I remember playing Brute Force in 07 when I first bought an original Xbox. I played that about 10 minutes. I'm like, this is cheesy. Maybe in 01 it was amazing, but in 07, like even in 07, 16 years ago, that game was like, to me. (laughs) (laughs) Small Orexia. That's a great name. Thank you for the Canadian Five. He says, So what's up with Rare these days? Last we heard, Rare's revamping Everwild, so it'll actually be fun. So we'll wait yeah, and see. Yeah, I don't yeah, see we'll a see super about someone or a chat of someone saying something about what someone you look like. Someone says I look like old Vegeta or old Vegeta. Oh, I read I that one when you were getting, you were getting oh, your you, beer. Yeah. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Because yeah. I, I saw that one earlier, and I'm like, I had wait, to actually I'm look, look that, up. that up. Apparently, it's like an anime character that has like a gray long beard that's like bearded, like 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 um like braided like mine. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay, I'll take that. It's not he braided, but yeah, yeah, I, I'm looking at him now. Oh man, yeah. I play a lot of Fortnite with my kids, and when we see Vegeta, we we always yell and go go kill him as quickly as possible. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not a big anime fan, but we well, I, I can appreciate some fun. Um, that, yeah, that's pretty much it. There, there was All Satya right. Nadella did say that uh, a quote where he says, we're doing what we wanted to do. We have the ability to bring our games to all platforms right now, which is Xbox and consoles, the PC, and even including mobile gaming and cloud gaming. And then PlayStation or ponies were weaponizing that. I hate to say ponies on the mic and not say it with sarcasm. Like, ponies? Uh, yeah, I don't mean that truly. 
PlayStation guys are using this is, oh, he said Xbox and consoles. They're going third party. I mean, Satya is literally talking about the Activision Blizzard merger is now officially theirs. They just started the year. They couldn't really even do anything with them during the holiday season. So now they're actually finally starting to strike deals. And the majority of Activision Blizzard games will be multi-platform. Book it, bookmark it. That's my prediction. But as far as... We didn't really get into it as as we get close here on the, toward the end, but um, I really don't think that Xbox has plans. Uh, let me take the mic for just a second here, Mag. Okay, um, I don't believe that Xbox has plans to go multi-platform. I think what's probably happened where there's smoke, there's fire. The Xbox may have had a conversation with studios like Ninja Theory, Bethesda Studios, and other studio suites, and just kind of told them, "Hey." You know what? In the future, we may look at an opportunity to bring your games that you were working on or have worked on, making a Switch 2 port or maybe a PlayStation 5 port. We're evaluating the way the market's going with everything that we have, but this is something you should keep in mind. And I also think that maybe some studios were thinking, that sounds awesome. Our games are going to get even bigger. Or maybe some studios are like, are you freaking serious? Like, we're already understaffed as it, as it is to get a game out the door. Now we got to throw in the pipeline, a PlayStation five or a Nintendo port. You're killing us. So I think maybe this discussion from people that I talked to that was saying, I'm hearing that, uh, you know, like there was that discussion going on last week, right? Or two weeks ago that maybe that, that was like a translation of, um, studios are being told, Hey, what if this is like in the future? Because maybe Xbox wants to just be able to put their games in two years down the road after we've already played them and put them on the Nintendo Switch. Or maybe littler games that are multiplayer would go to PlayStation. But what I feel like, Mag, is this is something that was just kind of a talked about idea and it just really doesn't reach for the majority of the Xbox established IPs and their suite of uh, 15 studios within and maybe only for the Activision stuff. So maybe it's just a conversation that's happening way ahead of anybody having anyone to, or anything to freak out about. And I think that's where Xbox is with third party and multi-platform. Yeah, exactly. I can't say it any better myself. Couldn't say it any better. By the way, Chad, I see everything you're saying. That's why I took the hat off. Oh, I got wait. I got Pierre David Moreau. I got Matthew Berrios. They're all they're all chiming away about the Walter White thing. So I'm like, ah, I got to take the hat off now. So now I actually look like Walter White. But yes, yeah, I was thinking about wearing a, a hat tonight because now that I don't have glasses on, I can bring the bill down where it's supposed to be without it running into the glasses and sticking my ears out. But uh, maybe one of these days I'll have a hat on. But uh, you guys can see my ugly hair whenever you want. See, I can't like I have to wear the over the head uh, over the ear headphones. I can't wear the buds, man. They drive me insane. And like even when I work out, I I, I have the over the ear headphones, like the Beats headphones. But I need the over the ear cups, man, because like the other ones fall out. They they bother me. Like I'm always shoving my fingers in there. I'm like, nah, man. I need like proper. That's why yeah. I have these headphones. Yeah, I need yeah. headphone headphones. We have, can't do it the other way. We have over 800 people here, and that that like button should say 500. If you guys enjoyed the show, if you felt like we gave it our all and gave you as much information and level-headed discussion as possible with some idiotic jokes in between, you enjoyed the show, show your support by hitting the like button. Thank you, everybody, for all you've done. This is episode 132. Meg, we didn't talk about what we're playing. At this point, um, I'm playing Sea of Stars, and I'm messing around with... Um, Prince of Persia, uh, the lost sure. crown of crowns. And yeah, uh, that's yeah, not the yeah, name yeah. Of it. And, I know. And yeah, just kind of chilling right now as I wait for kind of a weird 2024. What are you playing right now? 
And what's uh, ahead for the week besides Developer Direct? <laughs> uh, I am actually uh, I've, I dove in neck deep in um, um, what the hell is it called? A uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I'm a huge Borderlands fan, obviously. Uh, if you actually look at my Xbox achievements, I played them all over there, and I've gotten like if you look at the achievements, actually, it's pretty funny. Like Borderlands Two, the uh, Handsome Jack Collection, Borderlands Three. I got like three thousand out of three thousand achievements on all of the games because I buy all the DLC. I get perfect on all of them. Love them. That's how much I love them. Uh, so Tiny Tina's right now for anybody on Xbox, you can get it for like super cheap. It's on a big sale. I think it's like seventy five percent off right now. So it's like fifteen bucks, ten bucks, whatever the hell it is. So you can get that, and then on the PlayStation side, if you have PS Plus, it's actually free right now this month as well. So it's like a double whammy. So on Xbox, you get it like super heavily discounted. On PlayStation, you can get it for free. So, uh, well, not free, but you know what I'm saying. It's on PS Plus. So I'm playing that right now. I am diving neck deep into Call of Duty right now. I'm getting back into the Call of Duty thing. Um, I'm working more on like... Um, I'm try By the way, if anybody wants to reach out to me on uh, Discord or whatever, uh, I'm trying to do the co-op, um, the co-op missions on Modern Warfare 2, as well as uh, I'm, I'm working on Modern Warfare 3 as well. So I'm playing some of that, and then uh, that's basically it right now. So you know, having some fun with that. It's been a, like I said, uh, business-wise, work-wise, it's been a very busy week for me. Um, you know, because like, with the audit and all that stuff going on and everything else, I had a lot. I couldn't like, game as much as I wanted to. So uh, it's all over now. So now I can get uh, back into gaming. I still got to finish Alan Wake 2. But either way, um, yeah, it's been a great time. It's been a great show tonight. Chat, you folks are absolutely amazing. Always amazing. So much fun to be a part of. And just everything else, you know where to find me. You know where I am. But anyways, either way. Great show tonight, Colt. Anything thank you. you got to say before we go, brother? Yeah, I do. I, I want to thank you guys for putting up with us and and really understanding like where we're coming from as we hear stuff and t get kind of get you the best information we can. Like we really appreciate it. Like doing this show, it it could be a lot of work, you know, trying to get everything together. And you guys really make it seriously. You make it worth worth the time. And Mag and I have a good time on here and. We're making friends as we go along. We really appreciate you for supporting what we do on here. Um, also, well, we got one from Grandpa Barbecue Gamecast as well. This pony and Xbox player says, have a good rest of the week, y'all. Yes, thank you. Good if rest you get of the a week, chance, <laughs> Yes, thank you. Well, we didn't talk about contraband, but if you get a chance, please go check out the contraband video. It covers some of the things that Mag said on the other podcast. Kind of just kind of paints a picture of the setting of the game just a little bit more than you can get from some of the info and articles. And um, that was a fun video to put together. So that would show your support by checking out that thing and sharing it. And then this week, tom tomorrow's Wednesday, Thursday, I'll be watching the developer direct to probably be spending that evening working on a video that will be really enjoyable, hopefully for everybody to watch, and get a rundown of what we uh, checked out. So thanks for all you've done. Thanks everybody. We're going to get out of here. We'll see you next. We'll be back on Monday uh, for the next show and we'll be back to normal. Thanks everybody. Meg, you have a good night. You get some rest you too, and good brother. luck with yes. work. Don't let them, don't let them keep you down, bro. Never, man. Never. Everybody have a great night. We'll see you all next week. All right. See you guys.